The message you're about to listen to is by Reverend Dr. Femi Olaleye of Oikea Christian Center. Remain blessed as you listen. Praise the Lord. Amen. All right, let's have our seats. Our Father, in the name of Jesus, thank you for revelation. Thank you for opening our eyes to seeing and our ears to hear. Thank you for opening our ears to see and our eyes also to hear in the name of our Lord Jesus. We thank you that as we teach today, it will be the beginning of the flow of the things of the Spirit. Even in our midst, in Jesus' name, and everybody said, Praise the Lord. Are you ready? Okay. This teaching we're about to go on is very, very important and pivotal because of one important fact, one important truth, and it is that you cannot be effective as a Christian minister without operating in the gifts of the Spirit. You cannot be effective as a Christian minister without operating in the gift of the Spirit. Because spiritual gifts, all right, are really, really important. They are important because um, as a believer, you will not be able to love people effectively. Praise God. You will not be able to love people effectively. Yeah, by the way, if you came after 10 and you're a worker, please stand up. You're standing up for 15 minutes. Oh, yeah, yeah, stand up quickly. Keep after that. Ah, no, pregnant woman, sit down. I beg. Your own is, your case is different. <laughs> so, what auctions, they are standing for 15 minutes, and every other person that comes like that, the one that comes for 11 is standing for one hour. It's for your consciousness, so your spirit is aware that you are late. Amen? All right, so, gifts of the spirit are so, so important, and the reason why they are important is, you cannot love people effectively without spiritual gifts. Just like you give a man money, you can give gifts. Gifts of the Spirit. Gifts of the Spirit are a way for people to know that God loves them. Because with the gift of the Spirit, you are able to do for men, all right, what you cannot actually do in your flesh. So it is something supernatural. Alright, so let us get into the meat of the matter. This is going to be very intense, so get ready. And we're going to practice. So there's going to be practical sessions today. Amen? Now, man is a spirit that has a soul and lives in a body. Look at 1 Thessalonians chapter 5. So, the aspect of spiritual gifts that's important is to understand that the man, now not the believer, the believer is a man. Alright, but man is a spirit. Everybody please sit on this side. I want to see everybody first here. Nobody on this other side. Everybody first here when this is filled, we move to this side. Now, man is a spirit that has a soul and lives in a body. So, the unbeliever also is a spirit man. He's a spirit. He has a soul and he lives in a body. The believer is a spirit that has a soul and lives in a body. 
The difference between the unbeliever and the believer is that the believer has received the life of God, has received the Holy Spirit within him. So the unbeliever does not have the Holy Spirit, the believer has the Holy Spirit. Look at 1 Thessalonians chapter 5 and 23. Can we turn in there quickly? 1 Thessalonians chapter 5 and 23. Those of you watching online, you're welcome. It says, And the very God of peace sanctify you holy. And I pray God, your what? I pray God, your what? Your whole what? Spirit. And soul. And what? Body. Be preserved blameless until the coming of the Lord Jesus. So, alright, your whole spirit. So your spirit, soul, and body. So man is spirit, soul, and body. If you look at Hebrews chapter 4 verse 12. Everybody should be writing instrumentalists or not. Ah, what? Well, come and sit down here. We won't play to you. Why is it this? It's not Sunday service. So yeah, yeah, come. Have a seat. Can I put our hands together for Paul? Paul is one guy. I mean, hungry for the word. Great guitarist. Now, and, and you know, this dude over here, awesome pianist. Loves, I mean, you can see the hunger for the word in his eyes. Now, Hebrews 4 12, what does it say? It says, For the word of God is what? Chop to me. For the word of God is what? Is quick and what? Huh. And sharper than any two-edged sword, piercing even to the dividing asunder of what? Of what? Notice that. Of soul and... Uh-huh. You see that? First Thessalonians 5.23. Your whole spirit, soul, and what? And body. He now says, for the word of God is quick and powerful and sharper than any two-edged sword, piercing even to the dividing asunder of what? Of soul and spirit and of what? Joints and marrow. The joints and marrow make up the man's body. You see that? Joints and marrow make up the man's body. Soul and spirit makes up the inward part of a man. You understand? So you see there that he's talking about the man. So he says, For the word of God is quick and powerful and shall not two others word, piercing even to the divider, dividing asunder of soul and spirit and of joints and marrow, and is a designer of the thoughts and intents of the earth. Now, when he says, For the word of God here, the word of God here is not talking about your Bible. The word of God is talking about who? Jesus. Because he says the word here is logos of God. You understand? So he's telling you that there is nothing a man can hide from Jesus. Are you seeing this? There is nothing a man can hide from Jesus. Because Jesus, the word of God, is a designer of the thoughts and the intents of the heart. Can you see this? Can you see this? So when he's, he's telling you about soul and spirit, uh, and telling you about souls and spirit, and he's telling you about joints and marrow, he's telling you that Jesus, a fellowshipping with Jesus, is able to help you discern from where your uh, where things are coming from. Whether that desire you have is of the spirit or of the soul or of the body. So the relationship with the word, Jesus, the word of God, hallelujah. Because it says the word of God is quick. The word quick there is, is the, the, it, it can be translated as living. It's not fast. Zao, living. So that means he's saying the word of God is a living person. Hallelujah. The word of God is a what? It's a living person. That's what he's saying. The word of God is a living being. All right? And powerful and sharper. Glory to God. Than any two-edged word. You see this. Now, Man is a spirit that has a soul and lives in a body. It means that man is essentially a spiritual being. 
As we go on in study today, you are going to find out that men who were sinners had encounters of the supernatural kind. You will see, I will show you from examples, men had dreams. They had visions, but they were not saved. Are you following what I'm saying? So, we are also going to see that the fact that a man had a dream does not mean he has the gift of designing of spirits. Are you seeing what I'm saying? Uh-huh. The fact that a man saw a vision does not mean a vision about the future does not mean he has the gift of word of wisdom. We are now also going to explain what the gift of word of wisdom means. What that means actually. You understand? Because many have thought that when you say the gift of word of wisdom, they think what you are saying is that the man has a gift called word of wisdom. We are going to look at it and we are going to find out what the gift is. Amen? Huh. So you have to follow because it's going to be an intense teaching and you're going to change it because we are going to practice it in this service. Some of you make mistakes. Don't worry. It's allowed. Praise God. But I will teach you. Revelation gift is where I'm focusing today. I will, I will impart with it and I will show you how to. It's not hard. It's not what? It's not hard. I can, you, look, I, I will train you on it. I will show you how it is. It's not hard at all. Glory to God. Glory to God. Okay. Now. Everybody sit down. Don't be late again, no. Hmm. So, St. John's Gospel chapter 3. The born again man is different from the, um, the unsaved primarily because he in his spirit is the life of God. In his spirit is the Holy Ghost. The man is born of the spirit. Look at St. John's Gospel chapter 3 and verse 3 to 6. John 3 Verse 3 to 6, Jesus answered and said unto him, Verily, verily, I say unto thee, except a man be born again, he cannot what? See the kingdom of God. Except a man be born in what? Born again. The word born again in, yes, ground rules, ground rules for this Bible seminar. Nobody stands up arbitrarily to go out and do anything. No standing up. You sit down from now to the end. If you want to urinate, let us know. There's a toilet here. You are not going out to pick a call. Those things are marks of indiscipline. Praise God. Don't cut a discipline out of your life. Look at them and say, cut it out. Look at them and say, cut it out. It's indiscipline. You know? Praise God. Jesus answered and said unto him, Verily I say unto thee, Except a man be what? Born again. He cannot what? See the kingdom. The word born again, alright, that word born is the Greek genao. G-E-N-N-A-O. Genao. All right, then again is the Greek word anoten, a double n zero um a double n o t h e n. What that essentially means is to be born from above. That's what it means. To be born from what above. That's what it means literally. Born again. All right. So when he said, "Except a man be born again, he cannot see the kingdom of God." Now look at the next verse. Nicodemus answered and says, How can a man be born when he is old? Can he enter a second time into his mother's womb? Next verse, Jesus says, Except a man be born of water and of what? The spirit, he cannot what? Enter into the kingdom of God. I've taught you that this means, it's translated what? Except a man be born of water, that is the spirit. So that means water is a metaphor for what? The spirit. Good. It now says, That which is born of the flesh is what? 
flesh. See this? That which is born of the flesh is what? So, that which is born of the flesh is flesh, is speaking to the natural order. Natural birth. That is the birth the man without Christ has. That which is born of the flesh is what? Flesh. Next, it now says, and that which is born of the spirit is what? Spirit. So, the man who is in Christ is born of the spirit. You see that? Born of the spirit. It means the spirit gave birth to him. His DNA is spirit. Holy Spirit. The spirit of God. So the born again man is the man who has the spirit. Amen. Let's look at a few scriptures. For you to see that a man cannot be born again without having been said to what? To have the spirit. 1 Corinthians. Chapter number 12. We are, we'll be, we are going to get there today because we're going to spend a long time. First Corinthians 12 and verse 1. It says, Now concerning spirituals, brethren, I would not have you ignorant. You know that you were led to this, you know that you were Gentiles, carried away onto these dumb idols, even as you were led. Verse 3, everybody would want to go. It says what? Wherefore, I give you to understand that no man speaking by the Spirit of God calleth Jesus what? Accursed. You see that? And no man can say that Jesus is what? Is the Lord, but by? Oh. So, the acknowledging of the Lordship of Jesus is a proof that a man has what? The Spirit. Praise the Lord. It's a proof that the man has what? The Spirit. Because no man can say it. No one can profess it. No one can confess the Lordship of Jesus over his life without the Spirit of God helping him get to that point. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. So, he's born of a Spirit. He has the Spirit. Romans chapter 8. And... Let's read from verse 6 into 9. Hmm. Say aloud with me. I have the Holy Ghost. Louder, I have the Holy Ghost. Louder, I have the Holy Ghost. He says, for to be carnal minded is death, but to be spiritually minded is what? Is life and peace. Next verse. He says, because the carnal mind is enmity against God, for it is not subject to the law of God, neither indeed can be. Next verse. So then, they that are in the flesh cannot what? Talk to me now. They that are in the flesh cannot what? That which is born of the flesh is what? Flesh. That which is born of the spirit is what? So that means they that are in the flesh are they that are born after what? The flesh. Correct? Good. So they that are in the flesh cannot please God. So the man without Christ cannot please God because what pleases God is what? Christ. Amen. Uh-huh. Next verse. So they that are in the flesh cannot please God. Next verse. Now, everybody we want to go. It says what? But you are not in the flesh, but we are in the spirit. If so be that the spirit of God does what? Dwell in you. Now, if any man have not the what? Spirit of Christ is not 
So it means the indwelling of the Spirit of God in a man is proof that Christ has possessed him. The indwelling of the Spirit of God in a man is proof that Christ has possessed him. The indwelling of the Spirit of God in a man is proof that that man belongs to Jesus. Ephesians chapter 1 and verse 12 into 13. Ephesians chapter number 1 and verse 12. It says that we should be to the praise of his glory who first trusted in Christ. Next verse. It says what? In whom ye also trusted, after that ye heard the word of what? Of truth. The gospel of what? Your salvation. In whom also after that ye believed, ye were what? You were what? Sealed with that Holy Spirit of good. Now that word sealed is the Greek word sphragizo. Sphragizo. What does sphragizo mean? Alright. Uh... Back then, I think I can even use it now. It's just that you know, digitalization has changed everything. How many of you remember those days when you received letters, and uh, for you to know that it was from the postal company, there will be a stamp. You understand that? So when they stamped it and sealed it, it meant that it was not to be what opened. You see that? Now back then, what they did was. Whenever they wanted to lock something or ensure nobody entered the place, they will put the Roman seal on that place. It will be the, like a, a seal, an insignia that had the face of the emperor. So they will seal it. So for example, the, the tomb of Jesus, remember, it was sealed. You understand? And the seal was that nobody was permitted to enter that place. Nobody was permitted to come here because it was under the direct control of the emperor. That's what he meant. Praise God. So when he says that we have been sealed with the Holy Spirit of promise after we have believed, what that is saying is that God is exacting the fact that we are his personal property by what? Locking us in with the Holy Spirit. Which means anything that is not God is not permitted to come near this person called the believer. Because he is sealed with the Holy Spirit. Praise God. Praise God. Now, notice something. Being born of the Spirit. Being sealed with the Spirit. Being indwelt of the Spirit. Having the Spirit. Are all expressions to say born again. Did you get that? Being born of the Spirit. Having the Spirit, glory to God, being sealed with the Spirit, all right, in the Spirit, are all expressions to say born again. Because the one that is born again has the Spirit, he has been sealed with the Spirit, he lives in the Spirit. Let me show you that, that he lives in the Spirit, Galatians chapter 5. So living in the Spirit is not an emotional thing. Living in the Spirit is because you are born again. The moment you are born again, you are born out of the flesh into the Spirit. The Spirit is your what? New address. Everybody say the Spirit is my new address. Again, the Spirit is my new address. Now, you see, let me tell you, this thing I'm teaching you is important because for you to flow in spiritual gifts, 
you must first of all be conscious of the fact that the spiritual is your home. Are you following what I'm saying? So you are starting from Emmy. You are not trying to get into Emmy. No. You are there. Praise God. You see, that consciousness is important. I'm telling you how I do get me work miracles. Though. Telling you how I get things done. Young man. <laughs> One young man reached out to me. He said um, he was he's a medical doctor. He wants to travel abroad and get placement. So he didn't get. And he said, Pastor, what can I do? Help me. He was looking for advice. So he was calling me for advice. And I was like, I can't, I don't have advice to give you. As you can see, I'm in Nigeria. <laughs> I'm in Nigeria. I don't have advice to give you. He said, but I will pray for you. I didn't even call him. I sent him a message on Twitter. I don't have his WhatsApp number. It was Twitter. You understand? After I sent him, he said, I just spoke certain words. You understand? And gave him a time frame that should be sorted within this time frame. Okay, come back and say, Pastor, ha, thank you, God bless you, that instead of one offer, he got two. You understand? Say, thank you so much. I said, no, I want to teach you something. I said, do you know what I did? Because some people think it is circumstantial. Are you following what I'm saying? They just think it's, let's pray. You know, people think prayer is just this thing we do. You understand? Just, just to make our emotions under control. You understand? That we have prayed. Mm -mm. No. I said, I did something. I know what I did. Praise the Lord. I know exactly what I did. There is a knowledge base to spiritual things. There is a how. It's not uh, mm -mm. There's a how. Glory to God. There's a know-how to spiritual things. Now look at Galatians. So one first thing, you need to start from the place of I am in the spirit. I am of the spirit. The Holy Ghost is in me. I am his dwelling place. So that's why all these songs of um, rain fall down from heaven. And the heaven, we are looking to the sky. It's, it's, it is building the wrong consciousness in you. Open the floodgates of in abundance. Let your rain. And we are not crying to him. Baba, oh. No. Relax. You are building your own with, with, with things move, yes, things will move. But your consciousness is the problem. The consciousness is the problem because it is training you to wait on what God has given to you 2,000 years ago in Christ. It keeps you from acting. Are you following? And the more the devil can keep us in that place of not being able to pull the trigger, but waiting on God to pull the trigger, the devil is going to have a few days. Glory to God. I said glory to God. Galatians 5. Look at Galatians 5, 24. I was talking to the Lord about some people that not mean he that preach for, preach for. And the Lord said something to me. Said, he said, they did not receive their healing. I said, Lord, no, no, Lord. There was no healing. I was praying because when I pray, I don't see it. I go and pray. And the Lord said, they did not receive their healing. He said, you need to do something about them 
learning how to receive their healing. Hmm. I said, what do you mean, Lord? He said, they did not receive their healing. You gave healing, they didn't receive it. He said, so what you need to do is to teach them on how to receive it. Then it will be easier for you to give it. Praise God. Praise God. He was not telling me about Kenneth Hagin. He said, that's why Kenneth Hagin started the faith, the faith school, the healing school. He told Kenneth Hagin to do healing school. And many of the healing ministers do healing school. Do you know why? And in the healing school, a significant part of the healing school is not laying on of hands. It's teaching on faith and how to receive your healing. Before hands are laying, laid. Because there is a way the healing grace works. We will come to that one. You understand? Remember when Paul ministered to Enos, the Bible said, and when he saw that he had faith to be what? Healed. So that means there is a place where people have faith to be healed, then they receive healing. Glory to God. All right. Galatians 5. It says, they, And they that are Christ have crucified the flesh with affections and what? And loss. Next verse. If we what? If we what? Let us also. So that means we the command to walk in the spirit is from the place of understanding that we live where? In the spirit. Say Allah, I live in the spirit. Louder, I live in the spirit. Say the Holy Ghost is my address. The Holy Ghost is my realm. I carry the spirit with me. Louder. I carry the spirit with me. I carry the atmosphere of the spirit. The air I breathe is saturated with the Holy Ghost. The air I breathe is saturated with the Holy Spirit. Hmm. The first encounter of the man in Christ is with the Holy Spirit. With the Holy Spirit. The Holy Spirit is the one that convicts the man of sin. John 16. 11 to 13. Glory to God. The Holy Spirit is the one who baptizes the man into the body of Christ. 1 Corinthians 12, 13. Glory to God. The Holy Spirit is the one that regenerates the man. Titus chapter 3 and verse 5. The first encounter the man in Christ has is with the Holy Spirit. The Holy Spirit. Without the Holy Spirit, the believer is not, is not possible. Without the Holy Spirit, there is no believer. The Holy Spirit. Glory to God. Now, very important for us to know this. The gift of God to the world is Jesus Christ. For God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten son that whosoever believes in him should not what? Perish, but have what? God gave Jesus to the world. He gave Jesus to the world. He did not give the Holy Spirit to the world. He gave Jesus to the world. So the gift of God to the world is Jesus. But 
the gift of Christ to the church is the Holy Spirit. Acts 2. Verse 36 to 38. The gift of God to the world is Jesus. But the gift of Christ to the church is the Holy Spirit. Which means only the believer has the Holy Spirit. Any demonstrations, operations of anyone that you see anywhere to know the Spirit in operation... Find out first what that person believes about who? Christ. Because he can only have received the Holy Spirit if he has received who? Christ. So if the person has not received Christ, whatever you are seeing over there is not the Holy Spirit. Glory to God. I said glory to God. It's not the Holy Spirit. What a man says about Jesus, believes about Jesus, is the indication of the spirit at work in him. Not rumors. Amen? Amen? Not rumors. What he says about Jesus, the doctrine. You are more likely to discern a false spirit from the doctrine. Some people try to like to design false spirit by looking at, watching how the person lays hands. It's not like that. Praise God. It's not by watching how the person lays hands. It is by watching and paying attention to the doctrine. The message. Does it line up with the gospel? If it is not gospel, then the spirit cannot be supplying grace to it. Look at them and say, if it's not gospel, then the Spirit cannot supply grace to it. Yes. Well, I say, Shubo. Acts 2.36, we look into 38. The Holy Spirit is the gift of Christ to the church. Alright, can I read? It says, well, Therefore, let all the house of Israel know assuredly that God hath made that same Jesus, whom ye have crucified, both Lord and Christ. Next verse. Everybody would want to go loud. And said unto Peter, and to the rest of the apostles, men and brethren, what shall we do? Now 38. Read one to go like a mass choir. Then Peter said unto them, and ye shall, you see that? Go on. Next verse. For the promise is unto you, and to your children, and to all that are afar off, even as many as the Lord our God shall call. Praise God. Can you see that? Alright. So Jesus was glorified. Then the Holy Spirit was shed. Look at verse 33. Of the same Acts 2. Showing you. He says therefore. This is about Jesus. He says therefore. Being by the right hand of God exalted. Everybody say exalted. And having what? Received of what? The Father. The promise of the what? Holy Ghost, he had what? Shed forth. So that means the Holy Ghost is shed forth, poured out by who? Jesus. So the Holy Ghost is the gift of the Father, glory to God, but the outpouring of the Son. The 
The Holy Ghost was a gift of the Father, but is the outpouring of the Son. And the reason why Jesus is able to outpour the Spirit is because he has been exalted. So the pouring out of the Spirit is proof of the glorification of Jesus. Look at John 7. How do you know that Jesus was glorified? Because you have the Spirit. Because it is impossible for you to have the Spirit if Jesus wasn't glorified. Look at Acts 7 and uh, 37. I don't know if you are getting blessed already. By the end of today, the goal is for you to understand spiritual gifts, then for you to immediately, you are going to practice it like now. Praise God. Acts 7. Did I say Acts 7? John 7, 37. So sorry. John 7, 37. He said, in the last day, that great day of the feast, Jesus stood and cried, saying, If any man does what? Let him come unto me and drink. Uh-huh. Next. He that believeth on me, as the scripture hath said. See that? Out of his belly shall flow what? Rivers of living waters. Next verse. But this spake he of the Spirit, which they that believe on him should what? For the Holy Ghost was not yet given, because that Jesus was not yet what? So the giving of the Spirit is proof that Jesus has been what? Glorified. Is this clear? Is this clear? Glory to God. Glory to God. Say out loud with me. In him, I am glorified. In him, I have the Holy Spirit. In him, the promise has been fulfilled. So that means the promises God made to Abraham in Christ has been fulfilled in you. Glory to God. Glory to God. Glory to God. It has been fulfilled in you. It's fulfilled in you. It's fulfilled in you. God's word. His promise is fulfilled in you. It's fulfilled in you. It's fulfilled in you. Amen. Amen. Hallelujah. <laughs> Praise God. So, the lyrics of my singing is influenced by my theology. You see that? You see that? Amen. There is no, nobody gets a song from heaven. <laughs> Don't ever deceive you. Glory to God. They can be inspired. But the lyrics, which is the translation of that inspiration, is going to be limited by what? Theology. Their understanding of the word. So the more you grow in your understanding of the word, the better your lyrics. Amen? Uh -huh. And you know one thing about songs, and we're going to talk about songs and the prophetic in this service. Don't worry, I'm going to show you songs. How powerful songs are. Because, let us take it slow, slow. Amen? Amen? I will show you. 
I'll show you. In fact, after you finish from this meeting, I want you to go and dabira. Do you know what dabira is? <laughs> eh? Just go and demo. At least let us have some strange fire. <laughs> I'm sorry, I, I, I didn't mean that. I didn't mean strange fire. But just, you know, go and walk things. Hallelujah. Now, In Acts 2.38, we see that it says, and you shall receive the promise of the Spirit. Amen. The promise of the Spirit. This Spirit, the Holy Spirit, okay, is, look at Acts 2.38, go back there. He said, then Peter said unto them, Repent and be baptized every one of you in the name of Jesus Christ for the remission of sins. And you shall receive the what? The gift of the Holy Ghost. Now hold on. Say this thing with me now. The Holy Ghost is a gift. Very important. The major challenge many believers have is that they have attached a works mentality to something and someone that is free. Glory. They are trying to earn by good behavior what God gave them as a gift. Are you following what I'm saying? So, if the Holy Spirit is a gift, it means that your performance does not affect your reception of Him. Are you following that? Because it's a gift, it's not a reward. Say this with me the Holy Spirit. It's not a reward for good behavior. The Holy Spirit is a gift. Now let's look at this word gift for a moment. Acts 2.38. He said, and you shall receive the gifts. And you shall receive the gift of the Holy Ghost. The gift of the Holy Ghost. Now Holy Ghost, Holy Spirit is the same thing. It's just language. Amen. Ghosts is King James. Old King James. They don't used to say spirit. They won't say, I saw a spirit. They say, I saw a ghost. You understand? Are you following what I'm saying? Some, <coughs> some man was trying to do some exegesis on the difference between ghost and spirit. Well, praise God. The difference is King James. Amen. Language. Hallelujah. Because, you know, some folks could say apparition. So if it was, you lived in a time where they call ghost apparition, they would have translated this as holy word, apparition. Receive the holy apparition. Amen. <laughs> <laughs> Hallelujah. Now, the word gift is from the Greek word doria. D-O-R-E-A. I mean, I'm going to explain. Not dorime. It's not dorime. Because I was just going to say, dorime. Inato. Kevuve. Do you know, Nigerians, we like, we like weird stuff. Have you known that Nigerians like weird stuff? You understand? If a pastor came into a church, I did like this. I told them it's a power service. And the guy came in. I, I was working like this. <laughs> if he came in that way, do you know something like that? Hey! Ah, God is here. <laughs> we like weird stuff. We like it a lot. We like weird stuff. We don't like straightforward things. Praise the Lord. 
Maybe it's because of our egungum background, you know, masquerade background. You know, I think that's the thing. We like it, drama. We like those, you know. <laughs> Praise God. There are some preach. I'm not saying anything. <laughs> but there are some dudes that if you can be a member of the church and you are being blessed in quotes I don't know whether I should say this now it's either you are not born again you are under a spell praise the Lord Oh, you are not born again. Do you understand? You cannot be born again. Do you understand? Come on, man. You can't be born again and be in some churches. Come on, man. Come on. Give me a break. What are you doing there? That's like a fish swimming in palm oil. And say, I'm getting blessed. No, honey. It's, it's, it's pepper soup. You, you are being fried. Nobody swims in palm oil. We fry you. We are frying you. <laughs> Hallelujah. <laughs> I didn't say anything. I just said some. I didn't give examples. Hmm. Praise God. Where were we? Doria, not Dorime. Hallelujah. <laughs> I didn't say anything. Now, that word Doria, I want you to pay attention. Pay attention. It says, the word Doria is, it actually means a present. A present. Or a sacrificial offering. You know, when, because you know, Doria is Greek, right? It's not Hebrew. So, in the Greek culture, whenever they wanted to worship, you know, at the temple, they went with a present for the gods. Right? It was a mark of honor for the gods. Okay? Okay? Alright, so they took it. So that present they took to the gods as a mark of honor was called what? A doria. You see this? Amen? That's what doria is. Glory to God. That's what doria is. So, it speaks of something given in honor. Like a gift giving or an offering or sacrifice given to someone in honor. So the question would be that if the Holy Spirit is the Doria, is Doria, gift of the Holy Ghost, who is God honoring? Glory to God. Glory to God. Who is God honoring? Amen. By giving us. Because the giving of the Holy Spirit, all right, signifies honor to someone. Philippians chapter 2 and verse 9. And God had highly what? Exalted who? Jesus. And given him a name that is above other names. So, God is giving us the Holy Ghost in whose name? So, who is God honoring? Are you seeing this? Are you seeing this? Ah, Jesus. 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 And by inference, us. 
Because we are one with who? Jesus. We are one with Jesus. Praise the Lord. We are one with Jesus. So let us do a quick study. How many of you have gotten Doria? Now there are different words used for gift in the Bible. I can only, look, I'm going to look at Doria and Charisma. So you have Doria, you have Charisma. Alright, you can write down if you want. Alright, but you know. You have Doria, you have Charisma, you have Dosis, then you have Duma. Those are four most frequently used words for gifts. Doria, Charisma, Dosis, and Duma. Hmm. It says, where for God has... So, the word Doria is used 11 times in scriptures. 11. I want us to look at 1, 2, 3, 4, 5, 6 of those 11. Just a couple time. How the word gift is used. Okay? Okay? Now, we look at Acts 2.38. Look at Acts 8.20. Acts 8.20. Who's there? It says what? But Peter said unto him, Thy money perish with what? With thee. Because thou hast thought that the gift of what? The what? The gift of God may be purchased with what? With money. So, what was the gift of God is referring to here? The giving of the what? The Holy Ghost. Because here, Simon Bar-Jonah came and said, Give me also this power that whosoever I lay my hands on will receive what? The Holy Ghost. That is talking about the operations of speaking in tongues that he saw when hands were laid. Peter said, Thy money perish with thee because thou hast taught that the gift of God. So the gift of God, Doria, in that it is a gift. God gave it. Hallelujah. And he gave it honor of what Jesus has done. So you cannot purchase such a thing with money. Are you seeing this? Are you seeing this? Why can't you purchase it with money? Because it is an exchange. It is the fulfillment of the commitment of God to his Christ. That's why Peter was very, very, he used strong words. I heard one man of God said that Peter was wrong to rebuke this man, that it was the revelation of Peter. That Peter did not have revelation. I was like, you, you know one thing there? Eh? Everybody look at me. See, eh? we have to be careful in this life. Oh. And especially with the love. The love you, you need to have discernment. Love Bible teachers coming up. And you have social media. And we have social media. Has come. Everyone can see anything. You understand? Anyone can just say anything and people will lap it up. And it's just about because the man wanted people to be sowing seeds to him. Because you see, there are some folks that tell you that you need prayer. You need intervention. The first thing they will ask you to do is to sow the seed of honor. Before they can prophesy. What? I need to put Dora in your mouth to open it? What nonsense. Are you a prophet? Are you a minister of God? Or you are you a diviner? I understand that if I'm going to Babalawu, I will do, I will do Babalawu things. What, what's that? It says, honor oh, to open my mouth. What? 
No, that is wrong. Yes, the people should honor the minister. And honor is not to speak loud words and say, we love you, sir. No. Honor is to minister to the person with your material substance. In scripture, in the epistles, honor is giving money, giving gifts. When Paul says that uh, the elder that ruled well should be counted worthy of double honor. He's not saying praise them twice. No. That word double honor there means double their salary. That's what it means. The word honor there is time. It means money. Money. Glory to God. Uh, glory to God. So you want to appreciate your pastor. It's not clapping for clap for your pastor. No. Biblically, it's minister to him of your substance. That's what it means. There's a blessing to that. But you see, the pastor must not be the one soliciting it. Because if he's the one soliciting it, then it's no longer honor. It is now what? It is now what? Payment. Praise the Lord. I'm a, I mean, if I was doing something like that, maybe I'll be richer. The couple, they were abroad. You know, these abroad people abroad always reach out and they always get reach out. Ah, they're stranded. They need help, intervention. They are not papers are about to something, something, something. The immigration, something, something, something. I just said, no, let's pray. So I just prayed, and obviously they heard words being spoken that they didn't expect. You know, I was speaking with such audacity when I was praying, and we sorted it out in two weeks. Praise the Lord. Guy got the job. Visa was extended. Wife was everything was like so. Like, wow, thank you very much. I never asked them to sow seed of anything. Did they give me anything? No. Was I offended? No. The gift is not for sale. You should stop selling it. Hallelujah. So that mindset of Peter is not a low revelation. It's Christ's revelation. Praise God. So when you hear strange things like that from ministers, you should tell you. Don't be like this. Are you going to ask me? Amen. Amen. Don't say, mm, Rev. No. Don't be stupid. You must be a sharp child of God. Amen. Your discernment level must be high. And don't let anybody bobo you with prophetic, bobo you with gifts of the spirit. You have the gifts too. Hallelujah. No, you have it. You just have to be trained in how to flow in it. Glory to God. And that's what we are here for. Look at them and say, that's what you are here for. Alright. Now let's look at the scriptures where Doria is used. Mm-hmm-hmm. Uh-huh. Acts 10.45. Ready? Acts 10.45. And was the place getting too cold? Eh? Was it getting too cold? Or too hot? Eh? It's fine. Okay. It doesn't have to be Acts 10.45. He says, and they of the circumcision which believed were astonished as many as came with Peter, because that on the Gentiles also was poured what? Was poured out what? Doria. Acts 11.17. Everybody? I hope you are taking notes. One of the high mark of a good Bible student is that you take excellent notes. If the pastor goes to labor and brings wonderful stuff like that, 
your respect for what he has done is to take notes. It's not to be looking at him, let's do his lucosage, you understand, or a bottle of Fanta you want to drink. It is to take notes. So that after the service, we will not say, what did you learn? And the Holy Ghost is the Dorime of the um, Apocalypse of the flood of the market's place. No, you understand. <laughs> Raise the Lord. Taking notes is how you engage with the teaching. If not, you'll be thinking of other funny things. Taking notes. When you take notes, you are with, you are there. So take notes. Hmm? Sometimes take notes. Get a, it's better to get an actual writing material and write than say you are typing on your phone. You know what I mean, right? For message, you enter, you will check. You go there, you will check the notification. You will look at it. We know some of you that also have the grace, the supernatural ability of tweeting during the service. You know Twitter has timestamps, so we can check. I don't know who you are deceiving. When you are doing that, you are the one that you know put God's on voice me during your quiet time. You know, because you want to just quickly respond to this gist on Twitter. For as much as God gave them the like gifts, as He did unto us, you see that. So the gifts that was Doria. Then you now find in Ephesians chapter four verse seven, Doria is also used. Give gifts unto men. So remember what Zoria is. A present, a gift. A sacrifice of honor. It's giving in honor to another. You understand? So that means Doria is a bestowment on someone else. Giving to someone else as a mark of what? Honor. So it's not just any out. It is you are giving your best because you honor the person. So the Holy Ghost is God's best to the church because of what? Christ. Ephesians 4 and verse 7. Look at it. He says, but to, unto every one of us is giving grace according to the measure of the word. Now the gift of Christ here is talking about the ministry gift. Pastors, apostles, teachers, you understand? Uh-huh. But Doria is also used here. Ephesians 3, 7. Wherefore I was made a minister according to what? The gift of the grace of God given unto me by the effectual working of his word power. Now, what gift is he talking about? He's talking about ministerial gifts. Alright? That gift him to enable him be an apostle. He said also it is what? A doria of God. Which means it is unmerited, unearned, and it's free. Praise God. Say this with me. It's unearned, unmerited, and free. Again, unearned, unmerited, and free. So that means the gift of God, there is nothing you point to in your life as the reason why God gave it to you. The only reason is who? Christ Jesus. So that means you were given as a mark of honor to who? Christ. Is this clear? How many of you learned something on that? So, how many of you now know that who do you worship for having the Holy Spirit? The Father. Amen. And who? You know, the Son. Father, thank you. Thank you, Lord Jesus, 
for the Holy Spirit. Because now, you are doing that with revelation, understanding that you have the Spirit of God because of what Jesus did. And God honoring what, what? Jesus did. Praise the Lord. Praise the Lord. Now, the second word that is translated gifts in the Bible, especially in the, you know, is the word charisma. Everybody say charisma. 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 It, uh, charisma appears 17 times in the Bible. 17 times in the Bible. Of the 17 times charisma appears, 15 times it is translated as gifts, but twice it is translated as free gifts. Glory to God. So, charisma is used to describe the spirit, salvation, eternal life. Should I repeat myself or did you get what I just said? You got it. All right, good. So let us start from Romans chapter 1 and verse 11. Charisma. Now, the word charisma, if you look at it, is a compound word. It is made up of, so in charisma, you have two words. You have charisma, all right? Sometimes charisma is translated, charis, is actually is rendered charisma or charismata. Okay? So, you have charisma, then you have charis. What is charis? Charis is what? Grace. So, charisma is talking about what grace gives. Or, because that ma after charis means out of. It's like the Greek word ek. Right? means out of or proceeds out of you understand so when you see charisma is saying proceeds out of or out of so charisma is talking about that which comes out of grace hmm? that which comes out of what grace or that which grace gave Praise the Lord. That which grace gave. That's what charisma is. So when he says gifts, charisma is saying gift of grace. So charisma, write this down, is a bestowment. A bestowment of grace. That which is given, independent of the recipient's performance. It is given independent of the recipient's performance or conduct. Grace. Romans, 11, um, Romans 1, 11. We're going to look at a few scriptures. Can we read? Want to go? It says what? 
For I long to see you, that I may what? Talk to me. That I may what? Some spiritual gift to the end ye may be what? Hold on. Which means that impartation is necessary for establishing. Okay? Now, this, because it says spiritual charisma, this is talking about a, it's talking about enablement, something that is of the spirit and by the spirit. Okay? Because it's talking about the gifts of the spirit. It's talking about impartation with gifts of the spirit. That's what it's talking about. This is like most likely saying, I want to come and have a believer's meeting with you. To the end that you will be established in spiritual things. Are you following? For you to be established. So that means regular impartation is necessary for continuous establishment in the workings of the Spirit. Because the Roman church already flowed in the things of the Spirit. He's talking about establishing them in it. Now, look at Romans 5, verse 15. Charisma. The other word. Charisma. Charisma. Romans 5, 15. But not as the offense, so also is the what? Now, this is one of the two places where free gift appears as charisma. Right? So it says, for not as the offense, so also is the charisma. That means the bestowment, all right, that is free of charge. The gift that is free of charge. The gift of grace. It says, for if through the offense of one man, one, many be dead, much more the grace of God, uh-huh, and the what? Now, this other gift by grace is not charisma, it's doria. But, you know, essentially it means the same thing, okay? Which means it's a present, but the meaning in terms of what it actually means, I've explained and defined it. But it says, much more the grace of God and the gift by grace, which is by one man, Jesus Christ, has abounded to many. So, basically, Grace here, or charisma, is talking about what God gave to us. Free. Because of what? What Jesus has done. Praise the Lord. So, when you are talking about charisma, you are talking about what God has given because of who? Jesus. Praise the Lord. All right. Um... Look at Romans 6.23. So, if God has given it to us because of Jesus, it means we already have it. Are you following? You already have it. It's not coming. It's not on the way. You have it. Functioning in the supernatural knowledge. So, functioning in the supernatural knowledge is key. And the first knowledge you need to have is this. I have the Holy Ghost. I have Him. That's number one. If you function from that place of fear, in that you are incom um, incompetent or deficient in any way, it will not flow. Remember Peter's language in Acts 3, such as I have. 
That's where it stems from. The such as I have mentality. So you must have the mentality that I have him. That's number one. Such as I have give ID. That's a, that's a pregnant statement. We're going to come there. Such as I have give ID. So that means if I have him, it is within my purview to give him. Notice Peter said, such as I have give ID. Now, Peter, what he gave the man in Acts 3, his healing. Talk to me now. <laughs> Was it a gift? Was it a gift? Did he deserve to be healed on his own? So the healing that Peter gave him, was it a gift? So what it means was that Peter gave him what? A gift of what? Huh? I, I, will we get there? I'm trying to prepare the... Your, uh, yeah. So him getting healed was the gift of God. In Peter, that he served to the guy. Are you following? Now, praise God. I said praise God. So, we have to train believers to get to the point where a typical service day is a gift-sharing ceremony. Imagine if everybody was functioning at supersonic word of knowledge. Revelation gifts. It means nobody can be battling suicide in the church and we won't sniff it out. Nobody can go and be sleeping in someone's house or, you know, or being about to be wounded or raped and we will not know. You just have someone casually walk up to your sister, you're, you're, you're supposed to go, who is Soji? Yeah. Soji, he's just a friend. He will now pull her by the side. I don't want to embarrass her or something. But Soji is planning something tonight. He's not just a friend. You've been seeing him for three months. Are you following what I'm saying? Are you following what I'm saying? You walk at that level. And what you have given her, because you will minister edification, exhortation, and comfort to her. You're not, you not trying to... So you just say, God loves you. God told me to tell you this, 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 this. He's not the one. This, 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 this. Stay away. Don't go. Separate from him. No, in fact, go here. Go. And she will feel love that the Father really cares for her. What have you given her? A gift of what? Word of knowledge. We've looked at gift of word of knowledge as what we have. But what we have is not gift of word of knowledge. What we have is the gift of the Holy Ghost. Ah! But what we give, hey, glory to God. So when I give you a word of knowledge, I've given you a gift of word of knowledge. No, when we come to first, that's why you say true one is given. So what the person gives is the gift. So when you prophesy, you are giving me the gift of prophecy. But what you have is not prophecy. It's the Holy Ghost. So many of us, we have partitioned ourselves based on that misunderstanding. My own is prophecy, it's not this one. <laughs> 
There are some that are even ridiculous. They say, my own is love. Love is not a gift of the Spirit. Love is how and the intent and the reason we give the gifts of the Spirit. Are you following? So the reason why I give to you is love. The method and the how of how I give to you is love. Is this clear? Is this clear? Praise the Lord. Are we there? Now, 2 Corinthians chapter number 1, verse 11. We're still looking at what? Charisma. Is that correct? I don't know. You know the Bible so Let's just look at it. Amen. 2 Corinthians 1, 11. What does it say? Yeah, by the way, I really appreciate you guys. You know, we didn't do much publicity. We just... Wait, I'm not here from Otter Church here. Otter Church. Could you ask the ministers from Otter Church? You guys didn't provide transportation for other people. Egypt Church. Let me see your hands. Wow. Okay, let me see. Put it up. Put it up. Nice. Lucky Church. Lucky Church. Okay. All right. So last we see the church, yeah. Second Corinthians one eleven. Now it says, "Ye also helping together by prayer for us that for the gift bestowed, for the what? Upon us by the means of many persons." Thanks may be given by many onward. So it's talking about the what they gave to them, the charisma. You understand? So they gave it out of their generosity. It means that Paul is saying, we did not render any actual service to you, but you gave us something. So you gave us to us what? Free. Praise God. All right? Now, the next place is 1 Timothy 4.14. 1 Timothy 4.14. Neglect not the gift that is in thee. See this? Where is the gift? Where is it? In you. That's the location. Very important consciousness. It's in thee. Stop looking down on what is in thee. Stop despising what is in thee. And thinking there is something more in somebody else. No, sir. It's in thee. Say it's in me. me. Neglect not the gift that is in thee. Which was given thee. By what? Prophecy. With the what? Laying on of hands. Of the presbytery. Praise God. Next verse. Alright. It now says what? So meditate upon the fact that it is in thee. Remind yourself that is what? So stand in front of and say, the Holy Ghost is in me. Hallelujah. The power of God is at work in me. I have been made an able minister of the New Testament. Say it to yourself. I am not deficient. I am competent. Competent with the word. 
competent with the Holy Ghost. Hey, it's indeed. Glory to God. It's indeed. Look at Second Timothy one six. The fact that it is a gift means nobody is disqualified. The fact that it is a gift means that there are no others to cross. Amen? It's in thee. Wherefore I put thee in remembrance that thou art notice, neglect not, stir up, which means that what you do with this gift in thee is actually up to you. He said, neglect not. He said, wherefore I put remember that you stir up. That word stir up means fan it to flames. Put it to work. Some of you want to prophesy. Eh? But you have not learned that the better, the more you use a gift, the better you are at it. When the believers meeting, when you say, who has a word? You will sit down there and be mopey. I don't want them to see me. Don't continue. You have been given the spirit of fear. That's what the Bible said, Abby. Come out. Give your word. Let us beg you that time is up. Time is up. Then I'm going to also teach you. Ah, I wish we had time. What's the time? Okay. I'm also, I'll, I'll try if I can see. I can touch on how to prophesy. Many people don't know that you cannot prophesy out of thin air. A good knowledge of the word is foundation for prophecy. Because prophecy is different of what? Different from foretelling. Foretelling. There is foretelling that is word of wisdom. Because you know you have prophecy, the simple gift of prophecy. Then you have foretelling, which is a word of wisdom that sees into the future and predicts. Many times people think that when we are talking of the simple gift of prophecy, they think we are talking about that. That's revelation gifts. Prophecy is simple. It is given for edification, exhortation, and what? Comfort. It is a word given to you by the Spirit to edify the people. Thus says the Lord, it is well with you. All right? It is well with you. As the word has declared, as the rain formed from the sky and falls to the earth, nourishing the ground, all right, so that they can give seeds to the sower and bread to the eater, all right, the word of the Lord that has proceeded out of your mouth, it shall not fail. It shall produce where you have sent it, says the Lord. That's prophecy. You can see how Isaiah 55 played a role in the prophecy. Come on now, you follow what I'm saying? Yeah. You can hear the thoughts, said the Lord, go out into the trenches. Go out into the streets and preach my word, says the Lord. As you preach my word, you are unleashing the, the sword of the Spirit. Oh, the enemies cannot stand against you as the sword comes out of your mouth, says the Lord. As it, you understand? The word. So you cannot flow in the gift of prophecy with a deficient word bank. You will not flow in it properly. That is why many folks who are not properly taught the word, when they prophesy, always prophesy condemnation. How many of you have noticed that? 
They always want to condemn that they say somebody has sinned here, somebody is sinning. They are sinning. And person not begin to cry. They are sinning. The Lord said, I call you back. You get? It is what is going on is the knowledge bank. You cannot prophesy higher than your proportion, your understanding of the faith. You cannot. Paul said, let every man prophesy according to the measure of the grace given unto him. So you prophesy at your level. A deeper understanding of the word of God, you understand? But if there is a gift every believer must master, it's prophecy. Because prophecy strengthens the house. Praise the Lord. I said, praise the Lord. Some of us come and say, hmm, hmm, I'm smelling sin. Hmm, I'm smelling sin. Thoughts hmm. said, the Lord, there is sin everywhere. There is sin, no. Thoughts said, Lord, the youth, youth, repent of fornication. Repent, repent, repent. Sister Maka, repent. <laughs> What's going on? But it's not all this paternity, no. The World Bank. When that person is properly taught, you hear taught, says the Lord, my sacrifice has solved and taken away your sin. And I have given you my spirit to enable you walk as you should walk. So arise and walk, for you live in the spirit. Now, walk in the spirit. Give yourself to the word and meditate on it day and night. And you shall be transformed and be able to walk as sons that you already are. You understand? So you now find out that that person's mind is renewed. When he prophesies, he will not attack the identity of that Christian. It's his word. Praise the Lord. Praise the Lord. Yeah, it's the word. Hallelujah. So, from what we have seen, charisma is used to... Look at Romans 6. Have we looked at Romans 6.23? Uh-huh. The wages of sin is death, but the charisma of God is what? Eternal life. So you see that charisma is used to describe everything that God has given to us because of what? Christ Jesus. Alright? Everything that God has given to us because of Christ Jesus. So charisma is used to describe salvation, eternal life, and the Holy Spirit as it communicates that we've received all this freely. It also shows us that salvation is eternal and is the spirit. Listen. Eternal life. Listen. When you hear eternal life, what is eternal life? Look up. Eternal life is not one fluid flowing inside you. No. Eternal life is the spirit. Glory to God. Is what? The spirit. The spirit of God is the life of God. The presence of God, the Spirit. Righteousness, the Spirit. For you are right with God because you have His Spirit. And you have His Spirit because you believed the salvation that Jesus brought. As a result, you are declared righteous and you have been given the Spirit of righteousness. So salvation, eternal life, the Spirit of righteousness, Holy Ghost is talking about the same thing. Born again. 
Hallelujah. Hallelujah. But Paul uses different subject matters in the Old Testament and in his epistles explains them. So that's why he uses different terms. Righteousness, justification, sanctification. Then John will use um, love and he will use the spirit of truth. And they used all those different terms because they were coming from the Old Testament and they were trying to bring out the revelation of the church, the revelation of Christ from these terms in the Old Testament. Well, what they were actually saying was this. The man in Christ has the spirit. And because he has the spirit, he is what? Righteous. He is what? Justified. He is what? Saved. He is what? Sanctified. He is washed. He is the temple of God. Are you seeing that? That's what they're saying. Glory to God. Glory to God. So what have we seen so far? Number one. God gave the Holy Ghost to the believer as a gift to honor the sacrifice of Jesus. Number two. The Holy Ghost is a free gift of grace. Number three, salvation is receiving eternal life, which is receiving the Spirit. They are all described as gifts in scriptures. So, it's important also to emphasize that the gift is the Holy Ghost. The Holy Ghost is the gift. Not tongues, or healings, or miracles. The gift of God to the believer is the Holy Ghost. So what did you receive? I want you to shout as though there's pepper in your bum bum. What did you receive? The Holy Ghost. Hallelujah. The Holy Ghost. The Holy Ghost. That's the gift of God. Now, let us now enter 1 Corinthians 12. Because I know you are waiting for that. Amen, amen. First Corinthians 12 and verse 1. The Holy Ghost. So, have you seen, notice that when you see the gifts as what the believer gives out to someone to receive, how many of you notice it changes? Eh? How many of you notice it changes? Because they are from the Spirit. But when you give it to somebody, it's a what? It's a what? A gift. So the man who is ministering to the sick is distributing what? Healings. Is distributing what? So he's giving this person a gift. He needs, uh, he's sick. He needs a gift of healing. He needs a gift of healing. He needs a gift of miracle. Are you seeing that? So he gives him gifts. So we should come to church services and believers should supply each other. We should be able to give each other so much gifts that notice that what is the end result of the administration of gifts? We live edified. Because we received what? Something. Hallelujah. Now look at 1 Corinthians 12. Let's start from verse 1. It says, now, let me say something about 1 Corinthians 12. You cannot read 1 Corinthians 12 without reading 13 and 14. 
because I've told you severally that the Bible originally was not written in what? Chapters and what? And verses. So you cannot just go and read one chapter and say you understand it. No. You need to read in context. Now, when you read 1 Corinthians 12, 13, 14, you will now understand that Paul, the context of 1 Corinthians 12 was 1 Corinthians 14, 26. Look at 1 Corinthians 14, 26. He says, how is it now, what? Talk to me, church. First Corinthians 14, what? He said, how is it then, what? When you, what? Every. Notice, he said, when you, what? So that means it is a service. Hmm? So what was happening in the Corinthian church was that they would come together as a service, in a service. All right. Now, when they came together in the service, Instead of them to distribute the gifts in an orderly way. Are you following? So let's say, we say, okay, we are having a believer's meeting. They will now say, we want to now, you know, minister. Instead of them to wait for each other, to learn how to give prophecy, comes and gives the prophecy, then sits down, another person comes. You understand? It was rowdy. You understand? It was rowdy. So one person will be prophesying there, another person is prophesying. So we cannot even hear what that one is saying. We can't hear what this one is saying. You understand? You get it. So the flesh got into the thing. So they say, how is it the brethren? When you come together, every one of you had a psalm, had a doctrine, had a tongue, had a revelation, had an interpretation. He said, let all things be done unto what? Next verse. He says what? Next. If any man speak, notice, he says that they come together. He said, everybody has a tongue. And everybody wants to give the tongue. Everybody has a psalm. And they say, we are not living here until all of us give the psalm. Everyone had a doctrine. Said, every, you know what we said? If any man speak in an unknown tongue, look at it. He said, let it be by what? Two. Or at the most, what? Three. And that by course. That means, come and speak your own. Come and speak your own. Come and. Then I said, let the what? And let one what? Why is he saying that? Because if everybody has a tongue. And nobody has an interpretation. How do we know what they said? So, what 1 Corinthians 12, 13, 14 was, was to talk about spiritual gifts, explain the use of it in the body of Christ, in the context of a local church, and for it to be done what? Orderly. Because love is what? Orderly. So, 13, the love chapter, the purpose of 13, the love chapter, between 1 Corinthians 12, which talks about the gift of the Spirit, and 14, which talks about the practice and the demonstration of it, is for you to know that love is the basis. Is the how to administer the gift. Because they were administering the gift here, but it was not being done where? In love. It was done in competition. Are you seeing this? Are you seeing this? Now, let's go back to 1 Corinthians 12. Verse 1. Everybody read. One, two, go. Mm -hmm. Hold on. Now, notice something. That this word gifts is italicized. How many of you have it italicized in your Bible, King James? It's italicized. Which means it is not in the original. So, basically, it's not bad. It's just not there in the original. So, if you say, now concerning what? Spiritual. The word spiritual is the Greek word pneumaticos. Pneumaticos means, write this down, 
that which pertains to the spirit realm. Numaticos. Numa, spirit. Numaticos, that means that which pertains to the spirit. That which pertains to the spirit. So now concerning spiritual gifts, I would not have you ignorant. The word ignorant there is idiot. Idiot. Idiotis. Somebody who is a fool. So I don't want you to be a fool when it comes to spiritual gifts. Or spirituals. Now, next verse. Now, the reason why it tells them that he now says in verse 2, he says, You know that you were Gentiles carried away unto what? This what? Dump idols, even as we said. So it says that while you were Gentiles, your idols could not speak. You understand? But he now says next. Wherefore I give you to understand that no man what? So our own speaks. Praise God. <laughs> so the first thing about spirituals is that in the spirit we speak. Utterance is the number one operation we find in spirituals. Utterance, speech, talk. Talk. So in a believer's meeting, you must open your mouth. Talk. Participation. It says, wherefore I give you to understand that no man speaking by the Spirit of God calleth what? Jesus accords. So also, because in spirituals there is speaking, we now have a basis to discern who is speaking by what he said. Is it the Spirit of God? He says, because it tells us that no one would what? Call Jesus accursed. By the Spirit of God. Alright? Alright, next verse. Now, everybody read one, two, go. Now, yes, here we go. Here we go. Now, it says, now, there are diversities of what? There are diversities of what? Now, that word diversities. Alright? It's a Greek word, diaresis. Dia. Resis. It means diversities is old King James. It means distinction or differences. So, for example, when we say we have Nigeria is a diverse country, we have diversities, right? Diverse ethnic group. Have you? We have what? Igbo. We have what? Yoruba. We have what? Hausa. So that means that they are Nigerians, but there are distinct tribes in that Nigeria. Are you following me? Are you following me? But is it Nigeria? When you enter Nigeria, do you enter Yoruba? Is it Yoruba you enter? Or Igbo? Or Hausa? What did you enter? That's the nation you entered. But inside that Nigeria, there are what? Distinctions. Are you following? Exactly. So when he says there are diversities of what? But what? So he's telling you the focus is who? The spirit. But there are distinctions. Now, those distinctions he's talking about are in the manifestation of the spirit. 
there are distinctions. And those distinctions, because, okay, you know that a word of knowledge is heard. You cannot say there is a manifestation of word of knowledge except somebody gives a word of knowledge. Correct? You cannot say there is a manifestation of word of wisdom except somebody gives a word of wisdom. Praise God. Which means it is in the giving of the word that we can therefore say a gift is given. Praise God. So when he says now there are diversities of gifts, he's talking in the context of the manifestation of the Spirit in the assembly. He's saying that all those manifestations are not the same, in, or the demonstrations are not the same. There are distinctions in the gifts. Amen. Now, look at what he says. He says, now, there are diversities of gifts, all right? But the same word, spirit. Amen? Now, notice something very important. When gift is used to refer to the spirit, it is never in plural. But it is in plural when it's used to refer to the distinctions in the demonstrations. Now, there are diversity of gifts, but the same spirit. Next verse says what? Huh? And there are what? But what? That word differences, can you see that? Is the same word as diversity that we just read. So it's the same word. In our says of administration. The word administration is office. Talking about diaconos. That is talking about offices. Apostle, prophet, teacher, you understand? Offices. Diversities of offices. But the same word, same word, Lord. Next verse. He now says, and they are what? Of what? But it is the same word. Exactly. Glory to God. Can you see this? Now, this word operations, we are going to come to it. It says operations. The word on operations here is the Greek word energima. It means energy. All right? Energy. Look at this bottle of water. Oh, look at this bottle of water. If I tell you that I can generate, what's the uh, measure for heat energy? Joules, right? If I told you I could generate 100 joules of steam energy from this, does it mean that this in its present state can produce 100 joules of steam energy? In its present state, can it? Can it? Can it? But does it have the capacity to? It means I've got to do something, yes? Yes? To convert him from water to what? To what? Talk to me now. To what? Steam. Now, Enegima speaks to capacity. What is present? but not necessarily active. It's like saying that 
don't want to use that example that came to my mind. Okay, let's say it's like saying a woman has the capacity to have children. It means all she needs to have children, she has in her. Is that correct? Is that correct? Yes, sir. But does every woman have children? It means there are certain things that have to happen for her to move from capacity to bear children to having children. You see that what I'm saying? Now, same thing with this. It says, go back. It says there are diversities of what? Operations. That's energy. But it is the same God. Who what? Work it. Now, that work it, this work it here, uh, is now, because energima is a now. It talks about what is present but not necessarily active. Why energio, work it here, is a verb. So it says, it is the same God which work it. That means actively. Glory to God. Actively. Doing something actively to bring about a demonstration and a manifestation. So he says it's the same God which worketh all in all. So when he says all in all, what is he talking about? Remember, he mentioned diversities of gifts. He mentioned diversity of what? Of offices. Then he now talks about diversities of what? Operations. So it is the same God that works all the gifts. All right. In all what? The ministries. So when you stand up. To give a prophecy. You are giving a prophecy as a minister. Praise God. Because every believer has a place in the body of Christ. Now, every believer it may not be apostle, prophet, teacher, evangelist, and all, but every believer is a what? Is a minister. Praise God. So, as you are prophesying, you are ministering and supplying the Spirit. Now, that action of ministering the spirit to people is, is God which is working what? The what? The operations, glory to God, on the platform of your office through what? The gifts. So as you are prophesying, there is an operation on your inside, an energy on your inside called the spirit making you Hallelujah. Energizing you and enabling you to what? To prophesy. So, that prophesying is an active life demonstration of the hand of God on your life. Amen. So, the demonstration of the gift of the Spirit is actually a cooperation between God and man. Amen. It's a cooperation between what? God and who? God is the one that gives the ability to tongue. But man opens his mouth to tongue. God is the one that gives the ability to prophesy. But man opens his mouth to what? If the man does not open his mouth, will there be a prophecy? No. If he doesn't open his mouth, will there be a tongue? No. So it is God and man. Those of you that are waiting for, it says speak in tongues. You are waiting for a force to open your mouth. Why? Why? I don't know. My mouth. Is... Hey, 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 hey. 
that one is not it is a cooperation vision same vision is a what in Matthew chapter 17 Jesus was transfigured and Luke 9 Jesus was transfigured on the mount the disciples were asleep it was when they woke up that they saw the vision and when they saw the vision when they woke up Moses and Elijah were what going away so that means if they stay if they stayed asleep would they have seen anything they have to wake up to see it. If you don't wake up to see it, it's a dream. <laughs> Praise the Lord. So that means there is a measure of participation in men. From men. For the gifts to be demonstrated. Are you with me so far? Alright. So that when we say prophesy, you now go, Pastor, what am I going to say? Praise God. Speak in tongues. And say what? And say what? The tongue is an operation of God within you. Your own is to yield this tongue. Hallelujah. To give expression to the operation what? Are you following what I'm saying? Are you following what I'm saying? So what happens is, is yield. Yield your outward body to the operation already at work in you. For it is God that worketh all in all. So that means God is doing the working inside you, but you are to do the yielding. There is a working of healing on your inside because you have the spirit. Lay your hands. Speak, be healed. Declare. That is the participation. Lay your hands. Command. Speak. That's the participation. Glory to God. Now, let us now go quickly. Because I want to go to... So we said in the Holy Ghost there are distinct gifts, right? So what are the distinct gifts? Let us look at it quickly. Corinthians 12. What are they? Gift of motivational speaking. Gift of life coach. What is the third one? Transformative catalysis. Obi Kubana Bilonia. Market plates take over. <laughs> guys, look at me. When we talk about saying that the apostles to the marketplace, all of us are apostles to marketplace. Nobody is a special apostle. What does apostle mean? Sent one. It means we go to market and preach the gospel. Praise the Lord. I said, Praise the Lord. Mm -hmm. Because I found out that many of the, I've seen many Christians that are always calling themselves life coach and stuff. Let me tell you what most times happens to those guys. This is from my own point of view. You know, as a preacher, eh, you can only teach Christians 
But for unbelievers, you have to tell them that they have to believe in who? In what? In what? In Jesus now, to be saved. But what this takeover funny folks have done is that because they wanted a broader audience, they removed Christ. Then they stuck with the principles. Because nobody is going to have a problem so far as Christ is not mentioned. Are you following? Are you following what I'm talking about? Ah. So far, Christ is not mentioned. So what you find is that they've, they've taken it. So they are not talking about principles of the kingdom. You'll be hearing people saying that. Principles of the kingdom, but they cannot mention Jesus there. And they say take over and, and, and stuff like that. And I, I've, I've always told you many times that the dominion mandate in the Bible is not to be taken over mountains. It's not true. It's not to be taken over by mountains like say we own a TV station, we own a radio station. That's what it's not wrong, but don't call it dominion mandate. It is if you take a step, if you buy a TV station. Then let that TV station be used for the gospel and let it be a tool for reaching more people for Christ than as I have. You understand? Now that's dominion mandate. Not buying TV stations and buying just and say, the sinners have it, we have it too. That's not dominion mandate. Because someone will not be telling me that Mark Zuckerberg is, is fulfilling dominion mandate because it's Facebook. Dominion mandate is not who has the most money. Dominion mandate means that you are raising men after the image of Christ. It means conforming men and women after what? The image of Christ. Because God's plan was to multiply Christ on the earth. Until there is no man on earth who bears the image of the first Adam. That is dominion mandate. Because... After you die, the jets don't go with you. The mansions don't go with you. The cars don't go with you. The accolades don't go with you. So how is it dominion? How is it dominion? Any teaching that makes the believer look less than the unbeliever is not is an antichrist teaching. It is not biblical. Any teaching that tells the believer to copy the unbeliever is not a, a, a Christ teaching. It's an antichrist teaching. That is why the rich, successful unbelievers look at us and say, you don't have a message for me. Because in your churches, you are trying to be me. What message do you want for Dan Guti? When all of you's prayers to be like him? What, what is the message to Dan Guti? We put in our song, self. Ah, Baba. Ah, Olu, I pick up the call. Every four of our range over. Dangote, only Neji. Ah, Baba. Praise the Lord. Praise the Lord. That's not dominion mandate. The dominion mandate is not get rich like Dangote. As far as God is concerned, Dangote is not in dominion. If he has not believed in Jesus, he's not in what? No, he has money. He's not in dominion. And if he dies, 
without Jesus? Well, he lives without anything. How have you noticed how death is? How have you noticed how death is? Yeah, the man just dies, and the Muslims are the ones that even get me weird the most. <laughs> the guy dies, and like by evening, they have buried him. Sharp, sharp, he's out, gone, boom. Like, boom, boom, boom. And it's inside, they don't even have time to buy a casket. They don't buy boots or a, a, a wooden or a mat, roll him up, put him in white, and they, will, they won't even lower him down. They'll just dump him there. Just think about it. How can everything earthly that that guy you dumps be dominion mandate? No, you just think about it. The dominion where? He's gone so go and meet God. He, didn't, he couldn't carry those things with him. What is he presenting? What is the dominion? What did he do? You understand? Can't be dominion mandate. But you now have prayer meetings around it. Mysteries of the kingdom. Several mysteries. Mysteries of this one. Mystery of that one. So many mysteries which you have lost count. Mysteries of escaping. Mystery of connecting. You know, then you now have people praying against their father's house because they want to see signs of dominion. Praise God. So you now find that because of that, a Christian can see the Obikubana video. Of stunning people with money. You guys, one person off shirt and took this thing. I was stunning people with money. I was stunning people. And someone said, There's nothing wrong with it. You know, it's, 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 it's dominion. The man is exact. I'm like, hey, hey, hey. You see, this is the problem. The moment you elevate mormon, mammon, and keep it in a place it shouldn't be in church, what would happen is that the believers will now lose discernment. They will not now be able to separate unrighteous mammon from what is righteous. They will call good bad and bad good. Because in a materialism gospel, everything is judged and measured on how much could you got. If I, if, I, if I roll up in a Mercedes Benz, notice how the church has been conditioned. Praise God. How many of you prefer a Mercedes Benz to a Toyota? Let me see. Uh, praise God. You have a respect for a Mercedes than a Toyota, Abby? Mm, good. So, you find that someone rose up in a man of God. I've, I've seen this thing before. This thing I'm telling you. We have to be very careful. See, do you know that? In, in fact, you find out that the Christian church right now, we are so materialistic. So, I mean, our materialistic. Jesus, I don't think Paul saw this one coming. No, I, he didn't see it coming. I'm sure some angels, because they don't know everything, I'm like, they did to our shocks. <laughs> no, you understand? Let me explain. Because they, they knew the kinds of prayers that were ascending to God. And at times of 400 years, you understand? So the prayers that are ascending now, they are strange prayers. Father, in the name of Jesus, the wealth of the Gentiles have been laid up for me. I take it over. I, I invade. You know, some, some people are even invading other rich people's bank accounts and moving money out. And they are sending angels on that kind of ungodly errand. Turning angels to thief. Embezzlers. 
I invade the bank. Did you put money there? You are a thief. You are invading. You want to invade bank by Holy Ghost power. Better buy gun and go, go to the front door. Stop invading with the Holy Ghost. You understand? And it's the same thing. Even in, you see, if you drive one nice Camry, the other well done, sir. Yeah, welcome, sir. How are you doing? You, you invited you to preach. You just come in the Camry. God help you, you trek there. That one is even bad. But you come in the Camry, you're welcome, sir. Listen, listen. But just come in one of your tight Mercedes. Ah! The way they will like, you're also you blotching. You'll be blotching. <laughs> you be, hey, wait, don't stop that! What is wrong with you? Get in the drink, get in. Do you know why? It's eye service. And it is the reason why many pastors are like, we will package till we die. Ah, I'm a package, can you hear me? They will borrow they will, some are borrowing money for suits, some are borrowing the suits, some are borrowing the shoe. Some are preaching iPad that they borrowed. Why? Because you know, because you found out that the damage has gone deep. It has gone deep. You must understand. Look at Brother Billy Akoni. See how the guy is simple in dressing. But the truth about it is that mention another person that is dressing that simply that is seeing reaching people in our generation. Because our generation, the, 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 the thing is, the, the elders that went beyond did not emphasize this would happen. They were just teaching prosperity because the, the church was so poor. But we, we've taken it to another level. We've added the physique, we've added every other thing. We've, we've taken it times one million. So the pastor must dress the suit. So the suit must be talk of the town. The venue they use must be talk of the town. Then the pastor must drive a particular kind of car. You say, you must look at my pastor. So, because your pastor now has now become an image you use for your own self-fulfillment. I know they make car, but see my pastor. You understand? <laughs> that kind of thing. You understand? I know they make car, but see my pastor at least. I go, I go, you understand? I will, I will, I will get there someday. So, any pastor that does not look like that, people now begin to say, the word of God is not in his mouth, Joe. So if he comes and he's interpreting the word, they'll say, where are his results? Are you following what I'm saying? Are you following what I'm saying? Yes. So that's why you see many pastors want to stand in front of their cars, in front of their house, do videos in this. Why? So that you can see them because of the generation. Things have gone bad. Like bad. So if you are trying to say you are trying to you know, I'm going to, you, 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 swim, you are swimming against the tide. You are really swimming against what? The tide. Praise the Lord. That's why. It's the generation. The generation equates grace with money. With affluence. It's the generation. We were raised. Someone raised us. They equate it with money and luxury. So if a pastor doesn't have that, they will look down on him. Have you noticed the people that get more partnership? They are the people that have enough. The one that needs it, don't get it. So pastors have packaged to not show that they need it. They will fake it that, what they are talking about, I'm loaded, glory to God. So into this grace. So you are giving for your benefit. 
So you now see prophets, Oscar, they will be lying. You'll be hearing lying. Ah, Iro! Ah! You hear someone say someone sold me one million dollars. But you see, asking for see. Someone will say he prophesied two million dollars into his account and he was there. But you are still asking for this. So, do you understand? Someone talking about miracle money, the grace of my life. Okay? Why? Why? Because it is. God help us in Jesus' name. So you hardly find real ministers on the pulpit. They are just, everyone's just lying. I have never been sick in my life. They will be saying like, I've never had a headache. But the person is on many medications. They'll be lying. Some will have a meeting. There was no blind person there. Then they'll just come out and give report. 52 blind were healed. Are you following what I'm saying? It's because of the generation. No one wants to be left behind, so we fake it. Praise the Lord. And when we are faking it, we are not actually learning what works. So what we now have is not real. May you not be part of that generation in Jesus' name. Praise the Lord. May you get the point you can afford this. Not to show up, just want to enjoy. You understand? Praise God. I mean, I will drive messages. But you won't see a picture of it. I won't come and be posted. No. Yes, it's not necessary. I don't, I'm, not, I'm not doing it for you to say, Ah, the God. No. I just like it and I will drive it. Amen. Praise God. It's not a badge of dominion anything. It's just car that you just want to drive. Praise God. I mean, if you understand the die, you know. Now let's go back. Where did I say she open now? First Corinthians 12. The nine gifts. Alright. Ha. Ah, where's my charismatology? I can't see too. Hey, hey, what has happened here? Someone should come and check it too. Ha! It's deleted. The devil is a liar. Father, in the name of Jesus, any demon of deletion. Calabaye, die by fire now. Demons will die, but you will die. This one is dying. <laughs> Praise God. All right. So we said the content of First Corinthians twelve is a believers' meeting, right? Now he says now there are diversity of operation, but it's the same God which worketh what all in all. Next verse. Hmm? Now he says now, but the what? Notice, notice. So you know he mentions diversities of gifts, diversities of ministries, diversity of operations. There is now saying but the what? Now manifestation is the Greek word phanerosis. Phanerosis means to make something that is present visible. So this is talking about when somebody is actually speaking in tongues. When somebody is actually what? Prophesying. When somebody is actually what? Healing the sick. But you find out that the major context of 1 Corinthians 12, 13 and 14 is utterance gifts. Praise God. Utterance gifts. That means believers meetings. Alright, now. Let's look at it. Nine gifts of the Spirit. Number one is what? 
is not, number one is what? Number two is what? Number three is what? Okay, are you doing it? Um, listen, okay, let us do it by categories. Let us start with utterance gifts. Number one is what? Tongues. Number two is what? Number three is what? All right, now let's go to Revelation gifts. Number one, word of knowledge, word of wisdom, and what? Design of spirit. Then power gift is what? Healings. And special faith. So now, now you have those nine, but those nine are divided into three categories. You have number one, utterance gifts, revelation gifts, and what? And power gifts. They are the can see, can do, and can say of the man who has the Holy Spirit. What the man with the Spirit can do, what he can see, and what he can say. Hallelujah. So because of our time, I just want to now zoom into Revelation gifts. Because we're going to do a lot of word of knowledge and these things today. Hallelujah. Revelation gifts. So let's start with word of wisdom. <laughs> How many of you have had a dream? That something will happen and it happened. Let me see your hand. Put it up. Put it up. Put it up. You had a dream. Something will happen and it happened. Alright. That, my friends. Alright. If you are a believer. Was a manifestation. Alright. Of revelation gifts. But. Notice something. It is not a word of wisdom until you tell it. For example, another thing. How many of you have had someone stand with you? And when you stood the song, you just had this feeling that about just had this nod that something was going on with this person, this, this, and this. I'm a father. But you didn't say anything. Now, what you had was an operation of the revelation gifts, but it is not a word of knowledge until it is what? Tells. For a word of knowledge has to be spoken. For it to be a gift. Remember, we said it is a gift we are giving to someone else. So, if it is not manifested to the person, then how can it be a gift? Notice it says, but the manifestation of the Spirit is what? So, that means that manifestation has to be given to every man. So, that means when we come together, every man must benefit. Hallelujah. It's giving to every man for the common good. Praise God. So it is given. So the manifestation, oh, you have that, oh, the word, you give it. That giving of it is the gift to us. You are blessing us with it. So we receive it as a gift. Oh, you blessed us with that gift. Hallelujah. Praise God. 
So, for example, when I'm in, in the service, I'm laying down some people and I'm speaking, be blessed. You know, as I sing, be blessed. Oh, fire of God coming. I'm prophesying. Increase grace. Increase manifestation. You do more. I'm prophesying. I am blessing you with what? Manifestation. I'm blessing you with gifts. To the end that you may be what? Established. It's a distribution. It's called the distribution of the Holy Ghost. Are you following? I said, are you following? Now, let us start with the word of wisdom. What is the word of wisdom? What is a word of wisdom? A word of wisdom is an operation of the Spirit that reveals things that are yet to occur. Notice, there is no such thing as this man has the gift of word of wisdom. Uh-uh. What is the gift he has? Holy ghosts. Word of wisdom is the operation or the manifestation of the spirit that man gives. He gives the gift by the spirit. So it is called the gifts of the spirit. They are not the gifts of the man. They are the gifts of the what? The spirit. So the spirit is the one giving it to us to bless. You understand? But it's using the man. So when the man gives us a word, thus says the Lord in, uh, um, on the 30th of September, there shall be a mishap concerning a flight. Blah, blah, blah. You understand? All right? So you, you can be, don't fly on the 30th of September. We don't know which flight it is, but don't fly. Are you following? That is a gift to the assembly. Thus says the Lord, by December 2021, one dollar we exchange for 700 naira. Praise God. Alright? Now when you hear that, what should you do? Take your money out of Naira and store it in what? Now, to those who didn't get that word, they are worried. But to those that did, they are, praise God. Are you hearing what I'm saying? So that operation, the manifestation is the gift to you. The guy that cannot walk when somebody comes to the ministry of Healings, ministers to him and he's walking, he just got a gift of being able to walk. That, you know, healing is a what? A manifestation of what? Of the spirit. But him walking is a gift to him. So it is a gift of the spirit that was walked in his body. That he received. The manifestation of the spirit is given. Hallelujah. It's given. So that's why if you see because it's a gift and it's of the Spirit, you cannot use money and bring money into it. Because to bring money into it is to insult the Spirit. Are you following? Why? Because when money comes into it, it now comes in the consciousness that there's a payment. Which is against the Spirit of the Gospel. Okay? So when people begin to attach payments to the giving of the gifts... Of the spirit, you are grieving the spirit. How many of you understand what I just said? Because the principle of the spirit is that this is a gift to be given. 
to, because the Spirit was given to honor the sacrifice of Jesus. So if there's anyone that should collect any payment, it is who? Jesus. But it is free. He gave it free. So when you bring, you say money is not a prerequisite. For the demonstration, you are doing something wrong. You are grieving the Spirit and you are insulting the blood of Christ. Making merchandise. Paul said, from such, turn away. Yeah, and I want to just give you kind of like a warning. Guys, you need to be smart in ministry. Well, I look at him and say, you need to be smart in ministry. Yeah, you need to be smart in ministry. You need to be smart in ministry. There is a reason why the Bible says to be careful of certain people. Why Paul, in talking to his sons, you know, 1 Timothy 6.19 was Paul writing to Timothy, his son. It means that a spiritual father can tell his son, be wary and be careful of Mr. A. He can tell you that. Now, it is, you know, some sons eh, have stubborn neck. Are you following? No problem. You know, neck used to break. I don't know if you are aware that neck used to break. But they can patch it back, oh, but it breaks. There are some folks because they are rushing for looking for a partition. <laughs> I was in one service like this. You see me here. Let me tell me about your pastor. To move me is hard. Like to get me to the point where <laughs> it's very hard. Do you know why? By the grace of God, I would have been I would have I would have been ministry 21 years. Active. 21 years. So I've seen a few things. Hallelujah. I said hallelujah. I've seen a what? I have seen people who want to come and minister somewhere. Then they will send advance party. They will now begin to take information. And they will now feed the preacher. The preacher will now come to the place and be giving forensic prophecy based on information. Then I've seen some. They say they are doing healing. Healing, you know, they will arrange sick people. They are not sick. Oh. Praise God. Ah, it's not every healing you see on YouTube that is real. Oh. Some are arranged. No, I'm telling you, I'm not. They are arranged. They are actually people whose job it is to come to your church. You are doing crusade. They will just they have agents that collect ten percent. I'm not lying. I'm telling the truth. They collect 10%. They will organize people that will act blind. People that will come and say they have such and such stuff. They will, everything they will do to the ministers. It's called a convincer. It's a scam. It's a convincer. You know when you... So the, the more crazy the story. You understand? The more people are like, oh my God, this man of God is so anointed. Oh my God. And you will bring out your money. You know, there's a, there's a level of miracle you will see that you empty your account. Are you following? Depending on how the minister controls the things. When they bring like five caskets, and he said, Phew, ha, and everybody gets up. <laughs> and you now, he now says, there's an anointing right now. If you want to move to your next level, when you see dead people rise up, you say, empty your account. You will empty it. Even the one that has not entered. Yes. You will 
You will empty it. What are you talking about? You will do star 737 loan to connect. Because you've not seen it before. Praise God. So I don't like, I like the real thing. Like Pastor Krishna. Yeah, I know that one. For 10, or 10 years, it's authentic. Because I was there. Nobody told me. Praise God. Glory to God. I know that one. I know what they do. Glory to God. Pastor Adeboe, I know what they do. There's no arranging now. They don't do that kind of rubbish. Baba fast like Baba, Baba fast as though as in he and John the Baptist, they are doing competition. We fasting. 70 something old man, we doing prayer work. If you arrange it, you don't need to pray now. What are you praying for? You are an actor. Just come and act. Praise God. There was no meeting like that. They were talking of they will invade the central bank. And they will credit people with money, miracle money. Now, I was just there, observing. At that time, I was my friend, so I was just looking. Amen. Amen. So I bought up my phone. He says, miracle money. Yeah, let's see. <laughs> they didn't have my account. So, okay, let's see. Nothing entered my account. They now moved to credit. And everybody was coming to testify. They got miracle money. How much? 500 naira. How much? One five. How much? Uh, 85,000. And I credit 200 naira, 150 naira. They were like, glory! I'm like, I, I was like, Lord, you gotta forgive me, man. You know, Lord, I love you. But you know, you know, Lord, I don't know how to lie to you. I don't know how to play games with you. I'm gonna tell you what's on my mind, straight up. Lord, if you're doing miracle money, I believe you can do more than 200 naira. Because I don't understand this, man. If you're doing miracle, you mean the angel, the angel of the Lord? You mean, come on, man. The angel of the Lord was moving money from the freaking central bank and he couldn't move 200 naira out of it. Come on, man. It doesn't make any sense. He didn't see 200 million to move. He didn't see 100 million to move. He didn't see 50 million to move. He moved 500 naira, one five. And, and, and you got some folks screaming, now, glory. What are you talking about? $5,000, $25. No, bro, no. I need miracle money to pay off the mortgage. Yeah, now let's start from that. Like $300,000 for like, no, like 1,000 people should be to get $300,000. You know, then I know that the money was out of the capacity of the organizers. Amen. Listen to me. You need to, your brain needs to work. Now, I, I will not go out there and begin to lambast anybody on social media or anything like that, no. But I'll just choose personally that I'm going to have my guard up. Praise God. Oh, yeah, I will have my guard up. Now, do I believe in miracle supply? Oh, oh, come on, you're a member of this church. You know I do. I'm talking of that God will move people to bless you, open doors for businesses for you. Praise God. But not rob somebody and put it in your account and the person does not know. Or tell me that the money came directly from the bank of heaven. That there is no account that sent it. Come on now. I went to school. I went to school. I didn't go to school to be an idiot. Because if I'm an idiot, then you can be deceiving me. Praise the Lord. I work in the bank and I can tell you, 
every transaction, if it, if it truly entered your account, not an heavenly account, that means account that you use your own ATM, and you will put inside the machine, and money will come out. Eh? There is a record of it. There is a ledger. Are you following? If they can't trace it, there is a problem. Somebody is going to lose their job, and somebody is going to go to jail. That's how it works. You must understand. So for someone to be telling you that one money came from somewhere, not from a particular account, but it came from somewhere, and the amount of money that came, and he says, oh, you calculate it, is this thing, it's not true. It cannot happen. And so it can't happen in this country, even as Nigeria is. It can't happen in the UK. Praise God. So don't go and be sowing your money for miracle money. Give out of honor and love for God. Amen. Amen. Nobody becomes wealthy by miracle money. That's why I put a question mark on it. Because if God wants to actually, is this God? God. He wants to be God. Then it's not 75k. How about now? I'll question him. <coughs> Hallelujah. I'm going to question him. 5k. Amen. If you get to a church and they are doing miracle money and only the members of the church, or the members of the choir, and members of the church, amen, something is going on. You have to be sharp. And they are getting 1K, 2K, 1.5. I can give him. I can just have 200,000 hour marketing budget for the crusade. They won't just do like that. We'll just send to all. It's not internet banking. Then we wait so that uh, we make sure that there's no network in the bank. Because network it spoils the show. So I think, <gasps> I got it. I got it. Oh my God. Oh my God. Money for small jobs. That can't change your life. Huh? God does miracles. But don't let us, some, some of the things going on right now. Uh, 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 don't bring that one here. Abel. But God does miracles. Praise the Lord. Mm. So what's the word of wisdom? It is an operation of the spirit that reveals things that are yet to occur. It is a revelation about the future. Now, notice in Isaiah chapter 11 verse 1, all right, turn to Isaiah 11 verse 1. One of the things the spirit of God is called is that it's called the spirit of wisdom. So a word of wisdom will come from the spirit of wisdom. Notice it is not, the gift is not, the gift given is not wisdom. The gift is what? A word. A counsel of wisdom. Something, it's just a word of wisdom. Okay? Isaiah 11 says, And there shall come forth a rod out of the stem of Jesse, and a branch shall grow out of his roots. Look at verse, it says, And the spirit of the Lord shall what? The spirit of what? So it's called, the spirit of the Lord is also called the spirit of what? Wisdom and understanding. The spirit of counsel and might. So all that are the seven spirits of God. And the spirit of God is called the spirit of wisdom. Praise God. Alright. So a word of wisdom is a revelation. An utterance that shows what will happen. An utterance that shows what will happen. It is called a word of wisdom... Because, though it is a knowing given by the Spirit, it is demonstrated by speaking. For example, remember Agabus, prophet Agabus, the Bible says, for Agabus signified by the Spirit that there would be a famine 
that we hit the whole earth, right? Which happened in the days of Claudius. So how did he give the word of wisdom? He gave it by what? Speaking. So any revelation that is not spoken is not a gift to the body. It is in your giving the, the revelation to the body that you have gifted the body. It is demonstrated by speaking. Now I want us to now look at two examples. Then we are now going to see how the word of wisdom and revelation gifts now work. Because if you want to have and receive something by revelation, because that's the question now. How? How do I go about it? I'm going to show you how. How? You want to get a revelation, you need clarity about an issue. How? How do you get it? Praise the Lord. Hmm. Let's start with Joseph. Genesis chapter 40. Are you getting blessed? Mm -hmm. Genesis chapter number 40. And verse 6. Genesis, uh-huh, it says now. So Joseph, this story is talking about Joseph and the butler and the what? The baker. He said, and Joseph came in unto them in the morning and looked upon them and behold, they were what? Sad. Now, next verse, it says what? And he asked, now pay attention, this is important information. And he asked various officers that were with him in the word of his Lord's house saying, Wherefore look ye so sadly today? Everybody read next. He says, and they said what? Uh-huh. We have dreamed a dream. And there is no what? Uh-huh. And Joseph said unto them, Do not interpretations belong to who? Tell me them, I pray you. Ah. In the book of Genesis, Joseph interpreted two dreams. Had one dream. How many of you noticed that? Joseph had one dream. What was the dream? The sun and the, sun and the moon and 11 stars are bound to me. That was the one dream he had. Now, who gave the interpretation of that dream? His brothers. Right? So what do you mean? Are you saying that we and your father and mother will bow to you? Which means that interpretation was something everyone in Joseph's family had. Praise the Lord. You never had them have a dream and ask what does it mean? The only people who asked what it meant were people that were not of their family. Praise God. So, for example, if you look at it here, these men had dreams, but the interpretation they did not have. 
Okay? Now, the interpretation of their dreams was now a word of wisdom because it told the future of the two men. Is this clear? So, what does it mean? It means that revelation gifts can actually operate through dreams. Only problem is that it is not very effective in believers' meeting because you don't have, you can't sleep and wake up to give us the understand. But don't ever talk. I used to talk down on dreams before. Never do it. Dreams are still a tool through which God communicates to people. But it's a tool he uses to communicate to both believers and what? Unbelievers. The difference though is that for believers, if it comes from God, you will understand the dream. Because interpretation is in you. But for unbelievers, if it came from God, most times they will not understand. Because interpretation is not where? In them. Praise God. So usually when God speaks to an unbeliever, all right, he usually will try to look for a believer. I had this dream. What does it mean? You understand? Like what happened here? And Jesus said unto them, do not interpretation belong to God. Tell me them, I pray. Now look at the process, listen. The process of the interpretation. And the chief other told his dream to Joseph and said to him, In my dream, behold, a vine was before me. Pay attention. Alright, go on. And in the vine were three branches, and it was as though it budded, and a blossom shot forth, and the clusters thereof brought forth ripe grapes. Next verse. And Pharaoh's cup was in my hand, and I took the grapes and pressed them into Pharaoh's cup, and I gave the cup into Pharaoh's hand. Next verse. It now says, and Joseph said to him, this is the interpretation of it. Three branches are three days. Now let me tell you something. Everybody, listen to me. There may be times somebody will come to you and tell you, I'm telling you, I want to show you some aspect of ministry that may not be very popular. Someone comes and say, I have a dream. I don't know what it means. Praise God. And the person wants to know what it means. Okay? Do like Joseph. Ask them to tell you what the dream is. Praise God. As they are telling you what the dream is, check in your spirit. Because the interpretation is where? In you, not in them. Are you paying attention? Come on, is anybody getting what I'm saying? Eh? So, listen to the dream. Like Joseph did here. So he says, go on, next verse. He says, and Joseph said, this is the interpretation of it. Yet within three days I said, uh, 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 I lift up thy head and restore thee unto thy place, and thou shalt deliver Pharaoh's cup into his hand after the former manner when thou was his word butler. Now next, look at the next verse. I want you to see something now. He said, But think of me when he shall be well with thee, and show kindness, I pray thee unto me, and make mention of me unto Pharaoh, and bring me out of this house of prison. Verse. For indeed, I was told, away, okay, okay, can we go to where it talks about the baker? Next verse, quick, 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 the baker. When the chief baker saw that the interpretation was good, he said unto Joseph, I also was in my dream. And behold, I had three white baskets on my head. Next verse. 
And in the uppermost basket, there was all manner of baked meat for Pharaoh. And the birds did eat them out of the basket upon what? My head. Next verse. And Jehovah said, and said this interpretation thereof. The three baskets are what? Three days. Next verse. But within three days shall Pharaoh lift up thy head from off thee, and shall hang thee on a tree, and the bird shall eat thy flesh from off thee. Praise God. I haven't read it before in your Bible. Why are you shaking your head as though it's news? <laughs> you, you understand? Now, listen. That was the interpretation. Now, what was at work in Joseph was a revelation gift. Amen. To understanding, all right, the language of the Spirit in dreams. Praise God. Now, most times when God speaks in dreams, he will speak in typologies. And I've also found out that, as it was in the Old Testament, you find it also in the New. Because if you read Acts of Apostles, chapter 10, when Peter had a dream, so to speak, like a trance, it was typology God used to speak to him. Remember? Where you had three saucers and there were unclean animals there. And he says, rise, get up and kill. And Peter said, no, Lord, I have not eaten something unclean. God says, what I have cleansed, don't call... So, typology. So, the language of dreams is typology. So in dreams, what you see in the dreams is not representative of any... So for example, some of you will say, I saw my mother chasing me in the dream. It doesn't mean it's your mother. What that mother means, most likely somebody close to you, somebody family, you understand, is walking behind the scenes against you. Praise God. And you find out that if you check in within your spirit, all right, one of the ways for you to know whether a dream is of God is you have a witness within your spirit that that dream you had was correct. Are you following what I'm saying? Now, if dreaming is not how God talks to you, leave it alone. Praise God. Leave it alone. I don't want us to not be champion dreamers here. You understand? Leave it alone. But there are some folks that that's how they dream, and the dream is lucid. Now, let me now show you the place of Daniel. Daniel's son was a bit... You see, because Daniel was a had more senior prophetic operations than Joseph. Hallelujah. And if we're going to study very well, Joseph's major gift was not revelation. It was administration. You understand? Like a deacon. He was an excellent deacon. He was an excellent administrator. Because I just told you, he dreamt once. And interpreted two dreams. Just two. Ah. Wakalabaye. It means that just two authentic demonstrations of the Spirit in the right place can change your life. Did you hear what I said? Did you hear what I said? Ah. So, one of the prayers you should pray is for God to orchestrate your leg. Hallelujah. Listen to me. Oh, glory to God. Joseph interpreted the dreams of a baker and a butler. He didn't get him to the throne. But until he interpreted the dreams of Pharaoh. Which means that sometimes when God wants to promote you, he changes the platform where you demonstrate the gift. 
It changes the cycle when you demonstrate the gift. So there are some of you, and I'm just looking aside now. The businesses that you are doing and, and all, that you are just collecting small this thing, this thing. When God is going to change your story, He will move that same thing. You're not doing anything extra. That same thing you're doing, that you are serving the butler and the baker, He will move you and say, Oh, yeah, now do it in front of the Pharaoh. And boom, change. That's what I did for Joseph. Now let's go to Daniel. We're getting blessed, all amen. Look at Daniel. Now Daniel is a bit more detailed. So get this clear. Anyone can have dreams. Born again, not born again. But interpretation of dreams is what is exclusive to the who? The believer. There are many unsafe people that will have dreams and stuff like that. And most of the dreams they're having is about coming to Christ. When they come to narrate it to you, you need to have sense enough to know, pick from your spirit that this is what this dream is saying. That you're having this challenge, this, this, and the Lord is telling you that, except you come to me now for as refuge, you understand this like this. That's what. Because listen to me, heaven. Part of the person that is reaching the lost with us is God Himself. Is who? God Himself. There are many Muslims, I'm telling you, that must have had dreams and they saw Jesus. Many. But they are still doing their salat and eating ram. Many. They are, having, they are having visions. They are having dreams. It's the ones that respond and go to a Christian and say, I had this thing, this, 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 this. They now become saved. Some dismiss it as a bad dream. Or just another dream. Now, Daniel. Daniel chapter 2. This is now another thing about word of wisdom, word of knowledge, revelation gifts. I want to show you here in Daniel 2. Don't worry, guys. You are being trained. Sit up. Sit up. Everybody, sit up. Is anybody dozing? Just give person a holy elbow. Hallelujah. In love, give the person a gift of the elbow. Amen, somebody. Now, Daniel chapter 2 from verse 1. Now, remember that with Joseph, they had to narrate the dream for him to interpret it. But Nebuchadnezzar gave Daniel an auspicious challenge to now show you that revelation gift is really powerful. Now, this is where we are going to now see the methodology of receiving revelation. Because Daniel shows us. Amen? He shows us. Now look at it. Daniel 2 1. Now look what he says. He says, And in the second year of the reign of Nebuchadnezzar, Nebuchadnezzar dreamed what? Dreams. Now pay attention. Everybody pay attention. Because I'm going to show you some things here. How many of you have had dreams that while you were this, it was really, 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 very, you know, impactful? But when you woke up from the dream, you forgot. You forgot it. Let me see. You forgot it. But if somebody were to narrate that dream to you, you remember. Eh? Ah, good. Now let's read this story. 
And in the second year of the reign of Nebuchadnezzar, please come in. Nebuchadnezzar dreamed dreams wherewith his spirit was what? Troubled. And his sleep break from him. Next verse. Then the king commanded to call the magicians and the astrologers. Amen. And the what? The astrologers and the sorcerers and the what? Chaldeans. For to show the king his dreams. <laughs> These guys were, they were necromancers. These guys were sorcerers. Everybody look at me. Every seat of power has a sorcerer close to it. Did you people hear what I said? Sorcerers and people that know how to contact the spirit realm are always close to power. Any place of power, they are close there. They are always there. Whether it's bank, whether it's politics, they are always there. El, don't you don't even think they are not there? They are there. They are wearing suit, nice skirt, but there's a source, always a sorcerer. Someone contacting spiritual forces anywhere there's power. All through your Bible, they were there. Pharaoh, were they, were they there? During the time of Joseph, were they there? Exodus, when Moses came, were they there? They are always there. Nebuchadnezzar, were they there? Always there. They are always there. That is why, when you are coming to seats of political power and stuff like that, you cannot just win with talking. There is a spiritual aspect to it. Praise the Lord. Think in America. As America is, you think there will not be a sorcerer close to that, that place? Or China? You are joking. The devil does not joke with power. Political power, does it? He will be close. His guy is there. Somewhere around, he will be, somebody will be dead. You see your president. Hallelujah. You notice that every president that gets them is dead. But when they leave, they'll be talking like statesmen. Like people that have sense. Look at that. Sense. It's making sense. Amen. You know me lying too. It's making sense. Ah. Look at it. Go back there. He said, Then the king commanded to call the magicians and the astrologers and the sorcerers and the Chaldeans for to show the king his dreams. So they came and stood before the king. Next verse. And the king said unto them, Listen, no. I have dreamed a dream and my spirit was troubled to know what? The dream. Next verse. Don't worry, we are getting to the practical aspect now. He says, then speak the children to the king in Syria. O king, live forever. Tell thy servants what? And we will show thee what? Have He said, tell us the dream now. We go tell you interpretation. That has the normal levels. Look at what now happened. The king answered and said to the children, the thing is what? Gone from me. So it is possible to dream a dream. And the dream and the content, you forget it. But you cannot forget that there was an impact while you had the dream. Are you following what I'm saying? Ah. Now he says, this thing is gone for me. If you will not make known unto me this dream, with the interpretation thereof, ye shall be cut in pieces. And your houses shall be made the what? Let me tell you something. 
I think sometimes, eh, we need to get to this kind of things in Christianity again. Where they say, prophesy or die. <laughs> Praise God. When they put you with a cancer person, you say your God is real. Heal this person of cancer or you are going with the person. I'm mean, you know that that kind of, the way you will pray. Oh, yeah, You won't be doing like this. Loroski, Ah, no. Is Baba Mimo? Ha ha. Oh, wow. That be low. You understand? You will pray with that. That's what happened with Daniel. I'm showing, I want to show you how to receive revelation. See it. He says, it is gone for me. If you not make known unto me the dream, with the interpretation thereof, he shall be cut in pieces, and your houses shall be made a word. He don't give. Look at the next verse. But if you show the dream and the interpretation thereof, you shall receive of me gifts and rewards and great honor. Therefore, show me the dream and the interpretation thereof. Obviously, the guy said, look, the, what you are asking of us, it, nobody has ever asked this kind of thing before. It's not possible. Praise God. Now, let's go to Daniel's uh, response. Next verse. Next, next, next. 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 Now, okay, back, back. Then Daniel answered with counsel and wisdom to Ariok, the captain of the king's guard, which was gone for to slay the wise men. This guy was going to kill them. Hmm. All right. Next verse. He now says, He answered and said to Ariok, the king's captain, Why is the decree so hasty from the king? Then Ariok made the thing known to Daniel. All right? Next verse. Then Daniel went in and desired of the king that he would give him time. And that he would show the what? Brethren! Let me stand on this chair for this one. We need to know how the gifts of the Spirit work so much that we can beat our chest and say, give me time. I will solve the problem. Are you hear what I'm saying? Give me what? I will solve the problem. He says, give me that. Then Daniel went in and the hey, Next verse. And I will show the interpretation. Next verse. Then Daniel went to his house and made the thing known to Ananiah, Mishael, and Azariah, his companions. Next verse. That they would desire what? Mercies of the God of heaven. Concerning what? Which is, this is prayer. That Daniel and his fellows should not perish with the rest of the wise men of what? Of Babylon. The next verse. Then was the secret what? Revealed unto Daniel in a word. So that means that for as far as revelation is concerned, you can pray. Amen. You can stand and say, Father, in the name of the Lord Jesus, as I meet people today, open my eyes to the secrets of their heart. Help me to be able to minister to them so that I can bring them into a closer relationship with you. Hallelujah. So that they will know that you love them by being, giving the gifts of the revelation, all right, to them in the name of Jesus. You understand? Prayer. 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 See, then was the secret revealed unto Daniel. 
you have a matter at hand. You know there's an issue, but you don't know what the issue is. You go to God to pray. He says, go back there. He says, let us prepare the mercies of God. Next verse. Um, upper verse. He said, that they would desire mercies of God of heaven. Concerning, so that means they are saying, they are desiring favor. Lord, show us this thing. In your mercy. Open my eyes to see what this thing is. Open my eyes to see what I'm supposed to do. Hallelujah. What should I do? I need a job. What should I do? My business is drowning. What should I do? What should I do? Rent is due. What should I do? And they went. Now, notice that this prayer, you know, they, they just gave you, and they prayed, and the next verse. They must have, you know, they, they asked for time. Hallelujah. That means they, was, they must have prayed. You know, you pray, there's a way you pray when your life depends on it. And I think that's how every one of us should pray. As though our life depended on it. Some of you, your body language of prayer does not inspire people to pray. It inspires people to snore. You've not understood prayer when you're like that. Praise God. They prayed to the point that they caught a vision. God opened their eyes. Now, notice something. That when they prayed, what prayer does is that prayer brings you to that point where your eyes see is able to see what God has always tried to show you. Because I'm sure you know that it was not God's plan for Daniel to be killed with the other. And the reason why God gave Nebuchadnezzar that dream, because there was a Daniel in the house who had the interpretation of the dream. Are you following what I'm saying? So, what God was trying to do was to get Daniel to the place of prayer, praise God, so that his eyes could be opened to see what Nebuchadnezzar, you know, if Nebuchadnezzar saw the thing, remembered it, all right, and told his people, you know that they will not need Daniel. <laughs> Some trouble in your office is there because you are the one that will solve it. Did you hear what I said? Take trouble in your space personally. When you take it personally, you are going to give God an opportunity to use you to solve it mightily. Take it personal. Never waste a crisis. Every crisis is an opportunity for God to display his power. If you would take it personally, then you would see the gift of the Spirit manifest through you to solve the problem. Notice that this operation of the uh, revelation gift was not on the streets, was not in crusade ground. It was in the palace. It was in the palace. It was in the seat of government. So, the gifts of the Spirit does not only operate and work in church setting. It can operate wherever there are men and women. When people exist, it can operate. Praise God. I said praise God. I said praise God. Amen? 
Now we find out that Daniel showed the dream and the interpretation. So what Daniel did was this. With Daniel, he gave Nebuchadnezzar a word of knowledge. Is that correct? Then he gave him a what? A word of what? Of wisdom. So he knew that Daniel was a prophet. The Bible actually calls Daniel a what? A prophet. Joseph was never called a prophet, to the best of my knowledge. But Daniel was a prophet. So you see Revelation gives working in a bona fide prophet and someone that was just a child of the what? Of the covenant in Joseph. So he knew that the gifts of the Spirit, those manifestations, can happen in both what? Believer and a ministry gift. Is this clear? I said, is this clear? Uh-huh. Now, how do visions occur? There are three types of visions. I've told you that. There's the inward vision. Then there's the what? The trance. And there's the what? Open vision. All those visions occur inside you. Like Nebuchadnezzar said, the thought of my head. Let me show you something. Look at, um, is it? Come. You see that expression of thought of my head, showing you that the visions that they had, all right, was within them. Look at Daniel chapter 7 and verse 1. Daniel chapter 7 and verse 1. I said Daniel, though. That's not Daniel. Is it Daniel? Daniel 7. In the first year of Belshazzar, king of, Daniel, of Babylon, Daniel had a dream. And the visions of what? Of his what? So, where was the stadium where the vision was playing? Whose head? Was it my head? Was Daniel's who? It was in his head. So that means, if, if, he, if he said, I saw in front of me, eh? Eh, something, something, or I was inside it, where was it all happening? Where was it all happening? So that means, if I was with him in that place, I won't see what he's seen. Because what was going on was where? In his head. The first year of Bethlehem, king of Babylon, Daniel had a dream and visions of his head. Upon his bed, then he wrote the dream and told the sum of the matters. Praise God. So dreams and visions are, are similar. The difference between a vision and a um, dream and a vision is that in one you are awake, in the other you are what? Asleep. That's just it. Consciousness is the difference. Hallelujah. 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 Alright? So it says, let's go on. It says, Daniel, uh, no, back on, back on verse. I want to show you something. In the first year of Bashar, the king of Daniel, Daniel had a dream and a vision of his head upon his bed. Then he wrote the dream and told the song of the matters. Now look at the next verse. It now says, next verse. Daniel spake and said, I saw in my vision by night. And behold, 
the four winds of the heavens strove upon the great sea. Notice that he had a vision. But until he told it, it could not be a gift and a blessing to us. You see that? Are you seeing this? So, you can have a revelation concerning the future, but until you give us, it is not a word of, it's not a word of what? It's not a gift to us. It's not a word of wisdom. You have not blessed us with it. For it to be a gift, it has to be what? Given. Are you following? Are you following? Okay. Now, the most important thing we need to learn from this is that the gift we have received is the Holy Spirit. And because it, the Holy Spirit is the gift we have received, okay, and the Holy Spirit is in us, it means that there are possibilities to each and every one here because of the Holy Spirit in us. Praise the Lord. I said praise the Lord. Alright, so we're going to stop here and now it's, going to, it's time for practicals. Rise up on your feet. Praise the Lord. Practicals. Everybody rise up on your feet. Now let me show you something. When it comes to revelation gifts, there are two examples we see of how someone was able to switch and flow in them. Revelation chapter 1, Apostle John said, I was in the spirit on the Lord's day. Remember that? So he said, I was in the spirit on the Lord's day. Okay? So it means being active because being in the spirit on the Lord's day is not saying I was in the spirit because I'm born again. Everybody is in the spirit. When he says I'm in the spirit on the Lord's day, he's talking about there was some activity he was doing in the spirit. Praise God. First Corinthians 14.3 tells us that he that speaketh in an unknown tongue speaketh not unto man but unto God, albeit we are in the spirit, he speaketh what? So that means speaking in tongues is an activity we are in the spirit. So the man who is speaking in tongues is in the spirit. So it says, I was in the spirit on the Lord and I heard a voice behind me. So that means in that activity in the spirit, there was a speaking to him. So that means in that activity in the spirit, he was conscious of the realm of the spirit. So one major way, first let me confirm. If you are here, and you do not speak in tongues yet. Put your hand up. Don't deceive yourself. Oh. I don't. If you don't speak in tongues yet, put your hands up. Let me see. So everybody talks in tongues. That is fantastic. So that, that means problem number one is solved. Praise the Lord. Now, the second thing. Now, since everybody speaks in tongues, it means that I can, we can start from utterance tongues, then enter everywhere else. Clear? Clear? Now, we can start from tongues, then we'll move to interpretation. Look at me, everybody. Oh. Hmm. What is interpretation of tongues? Where's, give me a mic. I want to show you an example. Honey, come. She's my wife, oh, in case you don't know. Don't go and think I'm saying, ah, he's calling on that person, honey. Oh, yeah. <clears throat> 
I'm going to show you interpretation of tongues and how it works. Now, she's going to speak in tongues. And I will interpret. Then I will now walk you through how interpretations happen. Praise the Lord. Praise the Lord. What does interpretation mean? Interpretation means to give meaning to what is said. Interpretation is not mean, doesn't mean to translate. So it doesn't mean to say, okay, rabah, rabah. Oh, rabah means rabah. No, 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 no. It is giving the meaning of what it said. Praise God. Praise God. So you can practice this interpretation when you are alone with friends in your summer meetings or whatever. Okay? All right, let's go. Give, give us a word in tongues. Mantokola braito sketia la toza praanda kashida lekizo no jando braande kesuso broko shitali akozo branda kasita mashita mando braondo koshia palia kasute bre enekizo na manto kosha palia no kotosi amande kasia taya lekizo praando shapila kasita mande kasia ino sobro ono kosha ni makiza praanda kasuse breketiza kas O ratande pa andokozo po andokoja liko toza inamende kesita manta kajipa lika sute brede kizolobo shataya. Okay. Now, here's what you said in the realm of in the spirit. You didn't need to close your eyes, by the way. All right. All right. So, what you said in the realm of the spirit is this: independence, isolation, is not God's will. For you are born into the body of Christ. You are born into a family. So, I will guide you with that family, aid you through that family, promote you in that family, says the Lord. And as you walk in unity with that family, Walk in unity in that family. I will bring you into all I have called you to be. For isolated, I can't reach you. In as much as the leg cannot grow away from the body. But when the leg is attached to a body, it can grow and fulfill all that it was meant to fulfill. So I did not call you to isolate. I called you into a family. Praise God. Were you blessed by that? I said, were you blessed by that? Now, what happened? How did, you, how did I get the interpretation? It's very simple. I listened. Okay? Now, when I listened, I picked what the Spirit was saying from inside. Amen? Should, we, should I try somebody else? Yeah, come. Let me put somebody else. Uh, you, come. Yes, come, come, come. Don't worry, you two, you will do your own now. I will not call two people here. Ah, yeah, you think you just came and just be talking and no, no. Speaking of that tongues. Lehanda broskita. Rehid na mahe kosete gala handos. Lihi brecheta na hinde brokoso. Lahi mahanda kosetri kini hindos. Lahaba shida. Are you a student? Yeah. What do you do? I'm a third exam. When did you finish from school? Finished 2014. 2014? Which school? 
ボーンです。ワンラストインヨスク
Praise God. Are you see that? Now you give him a word. In tongues, you interpret it. Uh-huh. Okay, go ahead. What do you pick in your spirit concerning what he said? Okay, so um, what I picked is that um, there's a season of abundance, mm-hmm. and and it's it's closer than than we've we've, we've imagined. Mm-hmm. We've, we've okay we. To us, mm-hmm. okay, so we, we've seen it as if it's far, but it's much more closer than what we've, we, we've been thinking. Okay, now that's part of what he said. Have you been praying for prophetic grace? Yes, sir. You have been praying for prophetic grace? Yes, sir. To flow in the prophetic and things like that. Yes, so sir. what he said, you've, you've said part of it, but majority of what he said, all right, was that now that which you have prayed for, Concerning the operations of prophetic giftings, revelation gifting is unleashed in you now. Alright? It's not far from you. It's unleashed in you now and it comes in abundance. Abundance of revelations. Okay? So, you see what happened? You picked it. You picked it here and there. We didn't pick it in full. Praise God. Now, it gets better with practice. Eh? It gets better with what? With practice. Uh, Polo, come. Guitar guy. I've not laid hands on you, boo. Have I laid hands on any of you? I will come down, coming there. Wait, guys. Are we doing that? Just... <laughs> You come. I'll give them mic. Come, stand. Okay. Give him a word in tongues. Lembra hagazi lelo limana halia lazata dalia baziketo. Lenguru zilibala hagazi lelo. Lembra halagata li hiliba halago zigalati libo. Elezula alikete man luru kuzili eliba alike rezukata. Meli la lura begezila like rod lumana halagazi alatali kelo. Le like rod lumana alikete lizilikuru basala aleketo la aliketo lia bagazale gidetu bazi alata. What do you pick? Yes, Pete. Mm. Something I have to do with recovery. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Like, yes. mm-hmm. That was what I was just calling recovery. Recovery. Yeah. Oh. Where's sorry? Where's your mom? She's at uh, Ojo State. She's at How is she? She's not going to. <laughs> <laughs> Do you understand what just happened? So, <laughs> your mom is healed. 
the other side. Let me tell you what happened. As you were speaking in tongues, you were saying in the spirit. Shout out what you are saying in the spirit. What you were saying was that you were talking about your mom not dying. Okay? So what are you talking about? Don't say, ah, what's going on with his mother? What's going on with his mother? You know, because that's what you are saying. You're talking about your mom not dying. So he picks recovery. Now that's all he picks. You understand? But what he's talking about is that he picks recovery for your sick mom. So she's healed. Praise the Lord. Have you ever interpreted before? You've never done it before, right? Good. Now, are you seeing this? Guys, are you seeing this? Easy. Okay, let's look for... Did they come? Now, don't worry. I'm going to show you also practical ministry in the power of God people. Do I'll do it with you. Are you in the hurry? Are you enjoying this one? I knew you enjoyed this one. You want to leave? Yeah, did they come? Um, sister that is looking at me like that with her hands akimbo. No, behind. No, behind you. <laughs> yeah, come. Thank you, guys. Give me the microphone. Mm-hmm. Who wants to go first? You want to go first? I go. Yes. Give me a word in tongues. Louder. Mm. So what do you pick in your spirit? There's there's a process for the work that you are desiring in your growth in Christ. And there's no rush. So your feet are steady. And you should follow carefully the things you are taught. There's no rush. You know what to do from the word that you have been instructed mm. part time. And the instructions that you seek, the depths that you seek, is not going to precede the work that you will put in mm. in the place of prayer. Mm. It's not going to precede the work that you will put in in the obeying in obeying the instructions that you've written down before now. Mm-hmm. So you need to settle down go back, look at the things that you've told yourself you will do before now, and walk carefully following those things, then you would see that deep desire that you have in your heart to actualize for ministry in your life. Mm, praise God. Is there, is there a matter that needs quick resolution in the family. Is there a matter that needs okay. 
Now, part of what you said, you know, what you spoke in terms of correct. But there's another part that actually, as you were talking in tongues, I saw in the spirit realm, angels were flying on the tacks. The Lord said, he said, quickly command and speak. Let her know, for angels have been sent forth to take over and restore. To take over and bring quietness even to the noise and the chaos concerning the matter. There is a matter. There is a matter in the family. There is a matter in the family that is not is not natural, though it looks natural. It's spiritual. Alright? It's spiritual. And the Lord is saying that the angels of the Lord has been released to rectify and to bring a recovery and to bring a restoration to the family to the family praise the lord praise the lord okay that's where it's full stop i don't have any more but i know that there is more but the lord is not letting me see more than that praise the lord praise the lord amen what's with the kids are you married or something the kids the kids and family Your cousins. Oh, you, your cousins. Oh, small kids. Who, who, whose are they? My aunt. Your aunt. Where's your aunt? She's not, She's not around. Because I'm seeing kids around you, so that's why I'm asking. What's with the kids? Okay. All right. Praise God. Kids. The, no. The kids. The aunt, the husband. Where is her husband? Where? They stay together. They stay together. Okay. I wish I could see the aunt, the husband, with the kid, if possible. You know. No, no, no. The the one I'm talking about is the woman, the aunt you talked about. The aunt you're referring to, that is a way. Alright. That's the one. That's the one. Not far away. Yeah. That's the one. If not possible, it's fine. We can pray. But praise God. Because they lost something. They lost something. They lost something. The Lord wants to bring about restoration of what they lost. And restore. Not give them back what they lost. Restore by multiples. In Bible, in Bible times, restoration is not, I give you what you lost. For example, with uh, Job, he got times, multiples of what they lost. They lost something. They lost something. The Lord wants to bring about the restoration of what they lost. The angels of the Lord have been released to bring about that restoration. Praise God. Okay, now you. Give my word in tongues. 
Scabradis cadoz, element de legadis, ebrahatis cadoza, maragados, cabren de legadis, elehadosa, marados, cobrondo logados, ebrehen de legadis, cabren de legados, abrahadis, caledosa, mahalados, ebren de legadosa, isi cabren de zigatosa, maladis, cabraham de legadosa, abrahadis cadoza, element de ladis, eladosa, oski brendezi, tis cabron de logadosa, halatos, ebrendezi, cabrahadis, elegados. Hallelujah. What did you pick in your spirit? I think like God is tearing away garments mm. away from him. And God said the vision he has given him is going to come to pass. But I saw like I was just hearing garments. Mm. Like some like maybe flitty garments that's covered him. Mm. Hmm. Okay. 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 Susava actis ora naha osidis talaminus puradit actilicras. Okay. 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 You may not have gotten that exactly correctly. Okay. Because you, I get what you picked up, but you were talking about. Sickness and the fear of sickness. Right? So, that word was not just for her. It was a fear of sickness because as you were talking, I was hearing something about cancer. And debilitating illnesses. And how that you should not be afraid of them. Praise God. Because you have victory. So when she's talking about filthy garments, all right, what she's picking up is something present that should not be there. Praise God. Now listen, let me tell you something about interpretation and gifts of the Spirit. The more you flow in them, the better you are going to be. Are you following what I'm talking about? You understand? So you find out that many of the people that are coming out, they're picking correct. You understand? But... Have you given interpretation of tongues before? You've not. You see, so it's the first time. Praise the Lord. It's the first time. So they, they are going to, you know, have some teething issues. Praise the Lord. Praise the Lord. Is there anybody here who has someone who's battling any kind of cancer or something like that? Tumors or somebody? Who else put your hand up? Let me see the hand. So one, two, three. So you, you see that? You understand? So the, what the Lord is saying is there's no fear. The ugly garment of disease is yanked off from them in Jesus' name. Amen. And they are totally freed in Jesus' name. Amen. That's the word of the Lord. That's the word? The word of the Lord. And that's the word? Hallelujah. Now, are you seeing this? Come on, are you seeing this? You see... So, we can minister that way. So, pick, a, pick yourself in twos. Are you ready? Oh, wait. Should I just read it that one? No, she read it that one. No, then let's read it. 
Bless it. Okay. <laughs> look at me, oh. Hey, look at me. Don't go and give generic word, though. I see you lifted. Mm-mm. You can see how they did their own. Listen. Pick it from inside. It's not in your mind. It's in your spirit. Amen? Amen? Alright, hold somebody. Now, um, the person should speak. Give the person an opportunity to speak in tongues to you. Listen. Give the interpretation. And the person should do the same thing. Listen and give interpretation. One, two, go. Let's go. Don't close your eyes. You are not praying. I say you are speaking to talk to the person. Look for a partner. This one, you are looking away from each other. Are you shy? Above more. Deb, look at your, you are, look at each other. Who is giving word first in tongue? Eh, here we Yeah, grab me one.
Hallelujah. Praise the Lord. Praise God. So, can somebody? No, no, mind your business. Mind the camera. Praise the Lord. How was it? Huh? You don't look convinced. Did you get a word? Huh? Who is born August here? August, put your hand up. 18th. August 18th. Eh? There's no August 18th here. Ah, this was to give him what do. Yours is August 8th. Eh, there's no August 18th. Let's leave it now. Someone else. The person is not here now, so what I'm going to do now. They could be online, no. What? 1 8, 18th, August. 8 8. Praise God. Amen. So, did you get the word? You did. Okay. Yes? Any person is not here now. It's not here now. It's not somebody I know. Yeah. Praise God. Okay. Now, the next thing we're going to do. Praise God. Now, how many of you gave a word of knowledge when you gave the word here? How many gave a word of knowledge? And was confirmed? Guys, now, how many gave a word of knowledge and it was confirmed? Let me see your hand. Put it up in the high. Uh -huh. Good. Now, how many of you gave a word concerning the future? Concerning the future? Now, you see how easy it was? Right? Did you see how easy it was? Look at me now. Did you see how easy it was? Did you have to dance at a willow before you got this thing? No. It's in you. Praise God. It's where? Okay. Now, I want to show you something. Now, let us go to tangibles. We are talking about Ministering the power of God. Because when it comes to power, healings, power is involved. You understand? Power is involved. Now, the problem with many, many times is, number one, with power, there is the prayer aspect in the secret. You understand? Aha. Uh -huh. So, the when he says there are diversities of operations, it means all of the gifts don't work the same way. I've just showed you how revelation or trans gifts work. I've not, I, I gave you, you did tongues and interpretation here. And in that tongue and interpretation, there was word of knowledge, right? Right? There was word of wisdom, okay? I don't know if anyone's had, sorry, vision. I mean, if you saw a vision when you're ministering to somebody, you saw a vision. All right, who else? You saw a vision. You saw a vision. Okay. Now, so that's the Zen of Spirit is there. Okay. Now, those are the giftings that are very popular in church. Why? Because most times in church, people are not sick. According to the epistles, we don't even have one example in the epistles where they had a, 
meeting and it was believers they were healing. You get. Most times it was unbelievers they were getting healed. Okay. So now let us now talk about power ministry. Okay. Now, who should I use? Should I use? Uh, can use a pregnant woman. <laughs> no, because you are. I got to. Praise God. Um, yeah, Jenny, Pastor Jenny, come. And the other lady, Akimbo. Yeah, it's a hands Akimbo. Like this. Come. Okay, so before they say it's a woman team, because women are the ones that respond too much to power. Ayo, come. Oh, yeah, come. Come on, Sadiam. Ah, uh, do you know one thing? Something just happened. The moment I told them to come up, the power of God just flew in my hands. Praise God. Because there's this walking with the Holy Spirit. Praise the Lord. And he's the one that is behind this meeting. Amen. Now, if you listen, come. Let's say somebody needs healing somewhere. Okay? The person needs healing somewhere. The person says, Oh, I'm sick. You get, please, nobody open any door or anything. Pay attention right now. Right now. The person coming in. The person come and said, I'm sick. I need healing in my body. First of all, find out where they need healing. There are different ways to minister the power of God to people. You can, you know, notice something that the Bible said they shall lay hands on the sick and the sick shall recover. It didn't say they shall lay hands on their heads. How many of you notice that? It said lay hands. So there's therapeutic administration. Where did the person have the problem? The answer you get. But you see, in ministering the power of God, all right, you minister the power of God by the laying on of hands. That's one. Number two, you can actually minister the power of God by your presence in a place. You understand? Just by being in a place. For example, the Bible says about Peter that the shadow of Peter falling on people healed the sick. But you find that the people were the ones that said they believed that Peter's shadow would heal them. Praise God. One thing that is very important when you minister the power of God is you must be confident in the power of God that you carry. Glory to God. Don't go there and say, boy, yeah, you will be. Mm-mm. You go there confident. Now, it is one thing for you to minister power. The person must now receive what you are ministering. So it's a two-way street. That person must receive. So that it, you could teach the words to an extent before you lay hands on them. Show them this so that they will be in that position to receive from you. Are you following? So after that, all right, you want to lay hands on someone, lift up your hands, you lay hands on them. Praise God. All right? Power the Holy Ghost. And listen, look at me, everybody. It's clear. I'm not praying. I'm teaching you something. When you are laying hands, okay, must understand that the power of God is voice activated. Okay? So you can lay hands and say, that power of the Spirit flows through you now. Okay? Now, what have you done? You laid hands, but with voice, with the words. You command the flow. You understand? Do you understand? I'm coming back to her. Come. Stand behind her. The power of the Holy Ghost flows through you now. All right? You know, so it's voice activated. Hallelujah. Okay. How come? Glory to God. The power of the Spirit 
close to you now. Okay? Now, listen. <clears throat> it comes from you. Because the spirit is where? Is where? It's in you. <clears throat> now, come. <clears throat> if I wanted to increase. Listen. Don't go anywhere. If I wanted to increase, pay attention, everyone. If I wanted to increase the power surge that runs through our body, I can. Do you understand? You can increase it because this is it's your you get you can increase it. You can increase it by tongues. Sometimes to increase it, I'll switch my tongues. I'll just go. So I'll just. Go to that place. And when I go to that place, the power level goes up. You get. Okay? So you can go into death via utterance. And boom, it's increased. Praise the Lord. Praise the Lord. All right, lift up your hands. In the name of the Lord Jesus, power goes to you in the name. Palada, Torre Perez. You can increase it that way. Praise God. So when you're ministering to people, the quantum of that power in demonstration, you can increase it. Glory to God. It is like getting a bottle of perfume. Then pressing. You understand? You can press it a bit and this then you can press a lot and more comes out. Do you understand? Do you understand? Praise God. Now come. Paradino? Paradiso Paradina. So you see, when I laid hands on you the other time, you wanted to what came out, you were laughing in the spirit, your spirit man was expressing Parare! Paracatara! Palinanis! Paraco parita. Hey, yeah. Praise God. Amen. So when you're having meetings, Holy Ghost meetings and stuff like that, you minister the power of God to them. Now, if a person is sick, who has something in their body, maybe a pain or something? Who else? You're carrying camera now. Okay. We'll come who else? Who else? What happened? Hmm? You have a pain in your tooth. Is it a gum stuff? It's just a pain in your tooth. Who else has something? Who has something else? You? Who has come? Who has something? Pain, anything? What do you have? What do you have? Yeah, this is aching. Okay. Who else? So that's just the two. Suits, nausea, and waist pain. Okay, come. So let's do it this way. The Pastor Jenny, come. Hope you don't mind. Okay, come. Now, put your hands on the side like this. That's where she needs a healing. You understand? Now, mistake many people make is this. When they are praying for someone to be to be this thing, all right, they they'll be doing shyness. Okay, because they're bad like this. 
oh God, you, you, you understand? No, you are ministering the power of God. Praise God. So give me your hands. So that's an issue with our wish, right? Thank you, Lord Jesus. With me. Thank you, Lord Jesus. The power of the Holy Ghost goes through you now. From the crown of your head to the soles of your feet. Be healed. Now. Okay. 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 You see that? You see that? You see that? You see that? Ah. Okay. Okay. Receive your healing now. Pain goes from your body now. 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 Power of the Holy Ghost. Power of the Holy Ghost. Full glory to God. 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 Uh-huh. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. The healing currents are flowing now. Healing currents flowing now. Healing currents flowing now. Healing currents flowing now. Thank you, Lord. 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 Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Wow. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Thank you. Thank you, Lord. Thank you. Thank you, Lord. Thank you. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Thank you. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Praise God. So you lay hands. Amen. Amen. Glory to God. Now also. You can. You can transmit God's power with items. Praise God. You can transmit God's power with items. Now, there are some folks here that have never felt the power of God on them before. How many of you have never felt the power of God on you before? Like, felt the tangible presence, the power of God on you, and said, I felt something. How many of you have, have, that's never happened? Let me see your hand. Never happened. I hope so. Everybody here has felt the power of God before. That's good. That's good. Now, so the thing is, the more confident you are with the power of God, the more you will demonstrate God's power. Are you following what I'm saying? The more afraid you are, the less you will see any. You understand? Now, there are some people you are going to pray for that they'll be healed immediately. Then there are some people you are going to pray for that they will get healed eventually. You understand? All right? Your own is minister God's power to them confidently. Did you hear what I said? Confidently. 
confidently. You mean Sagos will have them confidently. In the name of Jesus, you are healed. Praise God. Now, ensure before you do, explain to them. Magnify Jesus the healer. Amen? Magnify who? Magnify Jesus the healer. Because if their faith is on Jesus, when you call that name, they will receive. But if they are, there is no receiving, the power will be there. But they will not receive. Praise God. In fact, I've seen cases where people are knocked down by the power of God and they don't receive healing. The power came on them, knocked them down, but they didn't receive healing. Because the power got on their body, but they didn't enter inside. Faith is how you what? Transmit the thing inside. So, don't think people get it because they fell. They get it because they believed. Don't miss things up. Praise the Lord. They didn't get it because they fell. They get it because they what? Praise the Lord. Praise the Lord. Are you learning anything? Are you learning anything? Now, there are some times when you are praying for people, they will have a violent manifestation. Sometimes because a demon is there. Okay? Demons respond to the presence of the power. So they will have a violent, you understand, stuff like that. Now listen to me, everybody look at me. Whenever you minister the power of God, and you find that there is not, not all violent manifestations is that there's a demon. Sometimes it's because of, that's how the person responds when the power of God touches them. You understand? But if you design the presence of a demonic spirit, Cast that demon out too. Don't think because the person fell down, the demon left. No. Demons usually leave when you tell them go. They can cry in the person because of the power. But until you tell them go, they don't go. So cast that devil out. Praise God. Cast that devil out. Cast the devil out. Okay? Then after you cast the devil out, okay, you can begin to declare in the name of the Lord Jesus, the angels of the Lord are with you. Alright? And no devil is permitted to come in, you know, anymore to torment you in Jesus' name. Then that's not all. After a person has come to, that person needs to be handed over to a person that will teach him the word and ensure that that person is planted where? In a local church. Because if you don't fill that person with the word, that devil is coming back. But you come back times seven. Praise God. Praise God. Are you getting this? Is this clear? All right, praise God. Praise God. Hallelujah. What is the time? 2.15. Okay, our time is fast. Better. So let me just minister to you, then we'll go. Lift up your hands to us. Can I get that? Ah. Fire. Tayo. This meeting, whose idea was it for you, for you to come? Eh? It was your idea. Who pushed for us to come? You. Eh? Fire, is that true? It's true, I mean. Praise God. This is true. You know, it's 
There is a reason I'm asking. Yeah, there's a reason I'm asking because I was hearing some converse, what conversation, you know, about you know. So, so, are you ready? Thank you, Lord Jesus. In the name. Those watching also online. The power of the Holy Ghost. Hits this auditorium now. Thank you Lord. Envelopes you. Thank you, Lord. Fresh. 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 Some of you begin to feel some... Sensation on you, that's the power of the spirit. Fresh. Fresh. Let me start from the back. Fresh. 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 Fresh, fresh. 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 Fresh, 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 oh, thank you, thank you, Lord, thank you, Lord, Maratizupa, fresh, 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 fresh. Fresh, 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 power of the Holy Ghost. Ooh, that's the power of the Holy Ghost. Fresh. Oh, glory to God. Glory to God. Fresh. Oh, glory to God. Glory, glory, glory. Glory. Fresh. 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 Power of the Holy Ghost. Hmm. Thank you, Lord. Ooh. The healing, the healing, the healing. Fresh! Alabandere, be, 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 be. Woo! Labadete, te, 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 Fresh! Te, te, batakata. Lene me tu koto ki bahai. Pele pa kila, pa, 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 Ninendi. Pura bite se te kia. Al pa de tisa, pa de padiash. Pa de padiash. Pa de padiash. Pa de padiash. Party. Fresh. 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 Thank you, Lord. Fresh. Yeah. Fresh. 
Onda la batiza de haya. Fresh. Thank you, fresh, fresh, satiriti, satiriti. Aligasundis. Dami? Thank you, Lord. Mm. Thank you, Lord. Thank you. Vamos ler nasa, you guys, come, 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 come. Keep on this, can you come and help me? There's something I couldn't talk about now. Ooh. Come, 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 come. Abuma, come. You guys, come. Ushers, please come. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Thank you. Thank you. Ready? In the name of the Lord. 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 Thank you, Lord. In the name of the Lord. Yeah. Power of the Holy Ghost. Power of the Holy Ghost. Have a great dose on him. For a palace of him. Thank you, Lord. Fresh. Finally get a taste of the Atele Mariana. Wara niko sobra ataka babahaya. Fresh. Ora pika tale. Paranito kotoka pakataka babakusa ha. Makala katariya tata kataya. Vanno se fratiso fra anis. Vedete fale pete pete mahaya. Come, come, come. Yo, child. So that's time shine. Thank you, Lord. Fresh. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Open eyes, open ears. Open eyes, open ears. Open eyes. Open ears. Open eyes, open ears. Thank you, Lord. Yes, grow normally. God's hand is on you. God's hand is on you. God's hand is on you. Boy? Look at me. Is it boy again? You don't know. Praise God. Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. Praise God. Thank you, Lord. Fresh! Palagisura! Hallelujah! Woo! Pick him up! Ah! Thank you, Lord. Zulan. Zulan. Zulan, Ravarati, Waruda Sadi, Yarambia, Ribere, Murdoraya, Rayakute, Dido, Bari, Sura, Labaraka, Kati, Rubala, Sitalai, Karundaria, Maratugutu. Ningura paranya tuzi urebekoze paranitos Sanyo, come here. Nadia, 
Zuzi Aparata Hire Toranis Thank you Lord Thank you Lord <laughs> Thank you Lord Tiwakam Liroprabite Wara Sifania Lisekelo Pradines Bring him Sudabandis Ha Suda Paradito Paradito Bacus Trudi Shunina Shurina Nasu Azusala Fadamanasa Isusala Kadesu Surina Surina Isobrabe de Cosodote Cosifretoso Maninato Superino Si no si vreto coparo. Mm. Thank you, Lord. A la vito pretos. Thank you, Lord. So his presence mantles you. Ooh. Hallelujah. Mm. Lift up your hands towards heaven. Where's Jason? Who's holding him? Huh? You're holding him. Okay, good. You guys, are you ready? Are you ready? Are you ready? Now listen. I don't have to lay hands on you for you to receive it. If you can receive, you receive now. Are you ready? The moment I say take it, you take it. Thank you, Lord. Increase in prophetic, miraculous. In boldness, in influence, by the power of the Holy Ghost, take it, take it. Take it, take it, take it, take in the name of Jesus. That power is working in you. That power is working in you. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Alana Mosakta Dabadabaya. Sweet, sweet Holy Ghost. Sweet, sweet Holy Ghost. The rain of God from heaven. The rain of God within. The rain of God from heaven. Yeah. The rain of God within. Sweet, sweet Holy Ghost. 
sweet, sweet Holy Ghost, the rain of God from heaven, the rain of God within, the rain of God from heaven, the rain of God within. Thank you, Lord. Lift up your hands and say this with me. I have power in the Holy Ghost. I heal the sick. I raise the dead. I cleanse lepers. In glory of Jesus, I declare that Jesus is at God's right hand and he has given me the proof of his glorification, his Holy Spirit. I have the Holy Ghost. I have the power of God. I have the Holy Ghost. I have the power of God. I demonstrate the power. I demonstrate the Spirit everywhere. Everywhere! 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 Hallelujah. Hallelujah. And in the name of the Lord Jesus, all that you need comes to you. All that you require is supplied to you by the power of the Spirit. The armies you need, the Spirit gathers them. The resources you need, the Spirit gathers them. It is yours in the name. It is yours in the name of Jesus. Hallelujah. Lift up your hands and just say thank you, Lord. Thank you. Praise God. Amen. Are you the same you came, where you came? Glory to God. Praise God. Praise God. All right. So, I'll find a way to teach the other gift classes on the Christmatology. What is supposed to be the third teaching? Bible topics and huh? Huh? Fourth is Christology. Whew, that's large. Really large. <laughs> that's really large. Praise God. Power of the Holy Ghost. Ah, thank you, Jesus. Let's say thank you, Lord Jesus. Amen. Praise God. All right, we got to close now. You have just listened to a message by Reverend Dr. Femi Olalea of Oikia Christian Center. For other messages, visit our website at www.oikiacc.org. Remain blessed.